0: Everybody welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Nerds. I'm your host Rudy Vella and with me as always, Me Wangara, Joel Wagner. Episode 60. I uh even on my notes I wrote 58 for some other reason. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know why, but I guess uh baby brain. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be that could be it. the days were blurring together last week for a little bit. So <laughs> things are getting a little intense. In this episode of, uh, ah, sorry, I smacked the <laughs> mic with my beard, <laughs> it like, <laughs> bounced off my face. Boom. In this week's episode of Not Your Average Nerds, uh, movies and series, we'll be discussing smaller publishers getting optioned for uh, movies and series of their own. Comic books, we're going to be discussing a new Hall of Famer, along with Marvel Comics News from uh, New York Comic Con video games slash gaming this week we're going to be talking about a very very strange tabletop rpg that's happening and uh anime animation a show called primal coming to you from the creator of samurai jack and for fig life we'll be discussing new york comic-con toys
1: right up right up
0: okay In the world of movies and series, when it comes to comic books and stuff, it's always Marvel and DC. Everybody just wants to talk about Marvel and DC. As they should.
2: (laughs) Yeah, okay.
0: (laughs) Says the guy who's not take time
2: to watch shit. (laughs) Uh,
0: But no, that is not. The truth that is very far from the truth, as a show called Umbrella Academy has shown oh, the world. So good, yeah. Not even that. A show called fucking The Walking Dead.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, it's been going
0: yeah. for. I mean, when it came out, it was wildfire, and then it kind of. It shit was the good bed. for a couple seasons, for yeah. about
1: five seasons.
0: Yeah. They're on third different series yes. now. Uh huh. Yeah, I. They announced a third heard about about one. That. Like what the hell? <laughs> so. I wanted to talk about this because, yeah, like I said, everybody focuses on the main two, which would be Marvel and DC. And as much as that is cool, because, I mean, yeah, there there are very much people like Juan who that's all they want to pay attention to, and that's fine. But I'll, I'll put it like this. Um, production companies themselves are focusing on more than just the main two. So, like stated, we already have The Walking Dead, a uh, version of, Invincible is coming out to one yes. of the streaming platforms, which is going to be an uh, animated show. And um, Umbrella Academy was amazing. Now, we just got news this week of a couple other things. Well, one was already talked about, and we didn't really have much on it other than uh, Legendary Pictures picked up the rights to Bitterroot. And that is an Image Comics book. About a uh, family in um, Harlem that fights monsters. I've
3: never heard of that. No. How long has it been
0: running? Uh, earlier this, this year.
3: It just came out then. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's quick. Mm-hmm. And it's already being called one of the uh, the best comic series of our uh, of the decade or something no. like that. Yeah. It's yeah, it, it picked up like crazy. Wait, who's writing it? Hmm? Who writes it? Here, I have that picked up actually. Pull this up. So. Bitterroot is a, uh, it's a monster hunter comic book set in Harlem Renaissance. Uh, and, uh, it actually, so yeah, it actually took off, well, it's spawned from an idea that happened years ago. Uh, it was, a, like an unfinished idea, uh, between two creators. And I want to say that is, so the series is created by David F. Walker and Chuck Brown. Huh. Also has uh, Sanford Green, uh, on there. So as the artist. Yeah. So, oh, so it was 2018. That's when it came out. It was named one of uh, Polygon's best comics of 2018. And yeah, it says the comic series is about a African American family of monster hunters in Harlem Renaissance. Yeah, I actually have the first issue. I picked it up, uh, based on the cover art, just because it looked really cool, and I really enjoyed it. But it was right around the time where I wasn't going out to the comic shop a lot, and oh, okay. I didn't really get the poll or anything. I always told myself that I was gonna go back and get the uh, the like volume ones and everything, cause right. I figured I already got issue one. Why not just get the volumes from here? So that is one. But we actually just got some new news on that and that is that Ryan Coogler will be uh directing
3: this Black, movie. Panther.
0: Yeah, not only no Black Panther. Yep, I don't like Panther but Creed Fruitvale Station. Yeah, an amazing director. Uh have you watched Creed Joel? No. God damn it, Joel. <laughs>
3: Sorry, man. Good movie. I watched one or two of the Rocky movies. I don't don't watch Fruitvale Station.
0: It'll make you sad. <laughs> it's a damn good movie. Like Joker said? Huh? No, I he, didn't it <laughs> oh, he didn't see yet. He didn't see yet. I'm going on Tuesday. He didn't yet right. But uh, no, it's a fucked up movie. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's good. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Coogler is uh, he signed on to um. Oh no 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 no. So he's producing the film, but as of okay. right now, they are looking at him to possibly direct as well. So yeah, uh, I guess the directing part is still just a rumor. But, I mean, it is what it is. But not only with that, uh, Curse Words, Ryan Brown, Charles Soule, that Ugh. just got optioned for a TV series. From who? Uh, they're actually playing that pretty close to the chest. They won't release who yet.
3: Dude, if that goes on, like, I don't know, Apple TV or Amazon, <laughs> damn it all, I'll be watching it and paying for that subscription because I love me some Curse Words. Before yeah. you
1: get too far away from this Bitter Roots thing, mm-hmm. it's similar to Castlevania. That's right up my alley. The the story as far as like the Belmonts. Yeah. Being like the last yeah. monster you know, monster hunters and stuff like that. And it's just like a it's a different take on it, but that's like essentially the storyline is that they used to be the greatest of all time and then now they're just, you know I don't want you know, it just sounds like that. I wanna give people if people are interested in, you know, what it could be like, that's kinda of what it's like, is like the Belmonts or something. Like a different take on the Belmonts.
0: Huh. Yeah, that's shot. actually that's a really good description of it. Yeah, <laughs> I never really thought about that, but uh, yeah. So it was 2018, not this, not this year. So yeah, last year. But it's, I mean, Polygon called it one of the best comics of 2018, and um, it has a lot of following. And like I said, Ryan Coogler, director of Black Panther Creed, just signed on as an executive producer. That sounds awesome. So that's a uh, pretty big and. Uh, like I said, that's coming out for Legendary Pictures, but back to curse words. So that's actually they they released the uh, like the news of it on a podcast. Charles Soul was on one of his friends' podcasts, mm. and they were discussing things, and he even said they don't have clearance to talk about it yet. They can't even say much, which they're a little pissed off because I don't. Uh, did you know that Curse Words in fact has an ending? No. Yeah, so uh, next month's issue, issue 26th, is their final issue. Seriously? Yeah.: <laughs> Oh my so, God.. But they said, don't be too afraid of that, because the book will con- or the characters will still be seen in other stories. Like so, spin-offs and stuff. Yeah, but this seems like the overall story that they started is coming to a conclusion. Which I'm, I'm kind of happy with that. I, I right. like when stories know they have an ending because it doesn't drag on a lot of Walking Dead. <laughs> they, they better
2: not kill
3: off Wizard, though. Oh, I don't I don't, I don't think they can. They can't. They they can't.
0: <laughs> He's my boy. But, yeah, so uh, if you are a fan of Curse Words, like I said, I'll just throw it out there. So if anybody didn't know, um, issue 26, which comes out in November, will be the final issue of Curse Words. But, uh yeah, they're a little pissed off right now because the people who are creating it is putting those those ties on their hands. They're saying you can't discuss it, don't talk about it, blah, blah, blah. They announced it, which that was okay for them to do, but they're a little pissed right now because they're like, okay, well, our last issue comes out. We'd like to boost sales by discussing yeah. this, yeah, and they won't let them. So that's a little messed up. But um, on top of that, Joel just mentioned that Raising Dion just hit Netflix, which is another small publication neither of the big two have their hands in. And I want to talk about this because I think that this is not only great because you get different IPs and different storylines, but this could be really good for the comic book industry as a whole. And the reason I say that is because people are so inclined to buy fucking 27 runs of Deadpool books because of the Deadpool movie. Oh, no doubt. They're like more inclined to buy an Avengers book if it carries the main group from the movies. Like they they only want to see what they see on screen. And all people know when they walk into comic book shops are DC and Marvel. And that can be a little intimidating if you walk into a comic book shop and you don't know shit. Like you're just like uh what? <laughs> like what is that? What's what's this? What's going on here? Why is there a half-monkey space ape? Like, what's going on <laughs> right there? But now, I mean, things are changing a little bit. I mean, look at Umbrella Academy. Nobody would have known what the hell that sh- that comic was about. It even looks very weird, but now because it's there, every time I walk into, like, the comic shop, there are people in that area, like, looking yep. at it, which is really cool, and that's why I like the fact that companies like Legendary Pictures are checking out different IPs from smaller publishers
3: i think it also allows i mean a show like umbrella academy is very obviously a comic book inspired movie or series Mm -hmm. but other comic books that have stories that are not superhero oriented they don't have that affiliation to comic books when they're put into live form so it allows a a streaming service or a, a movie production studio to put out something they can kind of quote unquote have it as like new original mm-hmm. when it's not really and it just it's fresh to people at the same time and it doesn't yeah. have that that oh this is just another comic book something yeah it's, it's, it's a new idea
0: it's like having like the whole cape crusader fatigue like right I I got into that heavily in the in the past few years I mean hell spanning ten years ago I got very gassed out of soups like I I didn't want to see. A superhero comic i didn't really want to read uh x-men or an iron man i i just wasn't into the whole superhero lifestyle and that's one reason why i really got into horror comics and like just very random obscure things like curse words and uh so yeah it i, I would say maybe five years ago they were no maybe maybe four or three years ago some somewhere around there uh they were discussing how superhero genre or they called it comic book genre was going to kill film. Yep. And I didn't like that because it's like that's not all comic books, though. Like it it's yeah, it's a huge portion of it. But realistically, it's like there are there are comic books that just follow day-to-day life of regular people, and they're oh, yeah. great. Like it's just very random shit. But when they were discussing that and they were saying comic book this, and it's going to ruin cinema series, all this and that. I didn't agree with that because look, look what the walking dead did. It read like it gave a refreshing taste on something. Yes. I think it outlived its purpose, <laughs> but when it first came out, it was so groundbreaking because everybody just heard, Oh, it's, it's a comic book, blah, 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 this and that. And I knew a lot of people that were kind of turned off by it. They were like, oh, well, I don't really know about that. Given these days, comic books are a little bit more acceptable, but it still is Marvel and DC comic books that are acceptable. But when that show came out, people were on the fence, and then it just blew up like wildfire. Like, if you had issue one... Oh, my God. You you had the money. Like, you had the power. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And now... It's really cool because we're going to have that tenfold. I mean, think about it. We're getting a, uh, what is it, that Girls Town comic. We're getting uh, Curse Words, Bitter Root, like all these things. Oblivion are, Song. Yeah, Oblivion Song. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, ooh, hell, that was ooh, another, I'm so excited. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that much. But, yeah, Oblivion Song is getting its own thing. And these aren't reliant on capes. They're not reliant on superheroes fighting bad guys like villains to save the day. It's completely fucking random stories thrown in that would back then only work in pages of comic books. But now we have the tech and everything to really make that something amazing, and I'm I'm really excited about it because I think this is going to breathe complete brand new life into the comic book industry where a lot of people were saying – that it was not because realistically it was still kind of slowly dying. It had like its ups and downs, but realistically the whole was dying, but two publications were thriving. Yeah. And now this is really going to make people understand like, Hey, you don't have to be so afraid to walk into a comic shop because you're going to know what these titles are. You're going to see these trailers. You're going to see episodes that your friends are watching. You're going to hear your friends discussing this stuff. I remember one day I I was super excited when I walked into work and people were talking about Umbrella Academy, like Dude. I was like that's fucking cool. Like I, I I where I work now, people were talking about the boys. Yeah, and yeah. these yep. are smaller publications that pump out these books, and now they're being picked up because it's not just a give me some obscure character and we'll give you $50 million and it's going to sell. Like they don't have the faith. I mean, I'm sure they have the faith in these stories, but it's not based on does the top of your name say Marvel? Does, do you have DC in, in your background? It's based on storytelling and characters and world building, which I think that's going to create stronger content. Well, I think
3: it allows a lot of streaming services to kind of Get their piece of the pie as far as stories and new ips are concerned mm-hmm. because if if you're you know marvel or dc you've already kind of cornered the market and you've got all those characters and those storylines you know for yourself so using third-party publishers like dark horse like image um what's another good one for third party dynamite. dynamite yep they have all these li- stories that mm-hmm. that the streamers are just going crazy for because then they can turn it into a high-quality series that will be a staple for that series or that uh, service. Exactly. I'll go back to Netflix for uh, Umbrella Academy. I'll go back to Amazon for The Boys. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just you're gonna see it. I think a lot
0: more in the future. Yeah, and one reason why I said Dynamite is I just remembered we are getting a Django Unchained Zorro crossover. That's <laughs> so weird. And that is based off of a Dynamite comics book. Yep. And to me, that's fucking amazing the fact that quentin tarantino is going to be working on it alongside gerard carmichael who i mean this kid is talented do you know who gerard carmichael is doesn't sound familiar um so you probably never watched the stand-up which that's hilarious but uh neighbors are you familiar oh, yeah. with that movie yeah yeah yeah. garfield the black kid that doesn't shave his pubes
3: <laughs> I, I don't remember that no <laughs> I mean i know that i've watched okay. the movie but
0: uh he's yeah he's I don't know. Pretty much the only black kid in the frat. <laughs> but, yeah, so that is Gerard Carmichael. Um, but, yeah, he will be penning the script for that movie. And, uh, but, yeah, so that's that's why I say uh, Dynamite. But, yeah, I mean, there are different storylines that, I mean, people are just never going to expect. And, yeah, it will keep them at certain subscriptions. But, again, I, I really hope it, it doesn't pull too much away like you had to have everyone to, like, I hope certain places go to other pl- like the same spot. That's why I'm excited for um, Netflix's involvement with Umbrella Academy because they have a contract right now where they have first look at any IP from Dark Horse. Really? Oh yeah, that's right. They they partnered with Dark Horse. Yeah. So any back catalog of Dark Horse they can run with. Is that same with uh, Terminator, Terminator and Yep.
1: Okay. What's oh that?
0: yeah. Uh, they work on Terminator. They work on. Uh, predator but with those i'm not sure how those tv rights will work because they came from tv series that was from fox
1: Our movie right series yeah
0: uh, i'm I'm not sure i
1: don't i think i think predators from fox
0: so
3: that'd be under disney then
0: i think okay at that point but yeah i know th- i know their comics were written by dark horse mm. so it, it could be a whole mess of things but i'm saying like uh i mean they have hellboy bprd uh, I don't know if the goon is lumped in there because he did work with them, but they have, like, uh, um, Norton's, what is it? Uh, I want to say, like, even Battle Pug back in the day was on there. But, yeah, anybody Dark Horse affiliated can potentially become something at uh, Netflix. That's smart for Netflix. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Yeah, so, but I, I just think the implications of this could be, like, I mean, it's just a lot of really good things in the works because I personally was, just like with comics, getting a little fatigued of, like, the superhero stuff. I mean, just last week we talked about the rewatchability of Endgame. And because, I mean, yeah, I understand it was, like, the closeout of something, but still it was once you sit back and you think about it, I mean, yeah, it is closing out a huge chapter of a bunch of superhero-based stuff along the same universe so sometimes it's like oh shit i want to see something i've never seen so it is nice to uh, get a refresh from everything like that but either way i i'm really excited for this i have loved curse words since i i think i jumped on at, at issue two or three yep. and that was because steve was like hey you got to check this out you got to read this and right after i saw it, i was like all right I need that fucking gold foil first issue. <laughs> I got two of them, and I got them signed. So that was really cool. I got to hang out with the creators, oh. both amazing guys. I mean, got to walk with them over to um, uh, the Pyramid Scheme and, I mean, interview them and shit. And so that was a uninterrupted, uh, or uninterrupted, like, 20 minutes, half hour, just to hang out with those two and pick their brains and shit. So it was it was really cool. So just to know that they are – they're moving forward with more content from this book is really, really cool. And I, I'm excited to see who they cast as wizard. And I know like what they rock out of there. And speaking of like a, this was very unintentional, I did not mean to segue saying like what they rock out of there by using this, but I would really, really I, I don't know why, but I've always pictured him. I would love to see Sam Rockwell as wizard. Justin Hammer. Oh, oh yeah, dude, he's perfect for that. Dude. Yeah, I don't know why. Whenever I read Wizard, it's Sam Rockwell. He might be a little bit too old at that point, though. I mean, he's a fucking wizard. Yeah, but <laughs> Wizard
3: to me feels like he's like—I don't know, like in his thirties or like.
0: I mean, Damn, I, I guess he, had, he has like he has like the the feel of that, but I mean, he is like, isn't he like thousands years old it's or true. something? He's like, that? like he's ancient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I just something about that. Whenever I read curse words, it's in the voice of Sam Rockwell. I've never
3: thought about that before, but it fits so
0: <laughs> perfect. He hasn't done a lot, anything in a while. I
3: feel
1: like so. he's coming he, out with a movie soon. Actually, is he? Yeah, I think there was a trailer for it in uh, the Joker. Actually, I don't oh, remember okay. exactly what the movie was called, but I'm pretty sure there's a trailer for something he's coming out in. He's kind of small, though. He is short. He is short, but and I don't wizard, know. I just, big, I, like a, he's a bigger dude. He's, he? he's
0: ripped. Yeah, he's, he's not, pretty he's shredded. Really, yeah, he's not really like. Bulky. But as far as like
1: dry, like sarcastic humor, yeah. And that. then
0: just like look at him like with a slick back hair and like the beard. I just you put some like glasses on him or something mm-hmm. like that in a suit. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I he's, just see. He's like, whenever I think about it, I just think of Justin Hammer with a beard in <laughs> <and> a staff.
3: <laughs> yeah, because he's very dickish. Yep. So, so quick question in in this vein of thought. If you had one independent comic that you could get into like a live action form, whether that be a TV show or a movie, mm-hmm. what would that comic be for you?
2: Ooh. That already isn't optioned. So, I would have to go BPRD,
0: not Hellboy, but okay. BPRD. Okay. And it's because I mean, H- Hellboy comes with what I think was the initial killer of this movie was the stigmatism between fans of moving on from Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman. You have that baggage of people who don't know how to let go. And I'll say this I just rewatched The Golden Army. That fucking movie was just Blade 2 with the same Nomad character <laughs>
1: recostumed. That movie was good. What? Part 2.
0: I, I liked it, but realistically, it was the same thing. Like, he even, like, how Nomak tells Blade, like, that he's killing his own kind and like this yeah, and that. that's kind that's, of the same that's story. That's what Nomak does. <laughs> that's what, uh, I can't remember the his white, name. The white guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. White the, guy. Guy. <laughs> the white the walker guy. The white walker guy. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's what he tells Hellboy. So, all right, yeah, I'm not going to get over that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I would say BPRD, because it has a really, really rich cast of characters. Sure. And it could involve like screen time of hellboy but if you think about it the bprd was around before that like it it was um well not really before that it's it's what became of that but even if they started off when hellboy was a kid and he's hanging out with professor broom sometimes in episodes but i just think it would be really cool because it is like the whole hunting down folklore and that would be cool yeah so it's just a horror horror-ish series and I would just really like to see the creation of that organization and bringing on different characters like like Johan Krauss like Ben Daimio like Abe Sapien it would just be really cool to see how they could move forward with that so if if I was going with something I would love to see them flesh out the BPRD
3: they could yeah how about you for me it would be right now I'm in love with this uh, series called Gideon Falls Oh, Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire. Uh,
0: now I kind of want to say Black Hammer. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so good. it's
3: a uh, supernatural thriller, mm-hmm. basically, and it deals a lot with this mystery barn that appears and kind of takes over this town, and it's really cool. Like, think, like, Stephen King mystery and creepiness, mm-hmm. but with this cop side to it too and these just supernatural things going on it's i i'm a terrible at explaining this to the comic <laughs> but it's really good and it would be a great uh like thriller horror type of tv series so mm. yeah
0: I, shit anything jeff lemire writing i don't think you good could go stuff, wrong man. with yep Well, i know you're not much into comics but do you have anything you could yeah, they some come? old
1: ass shit though. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, whatever. A RoboCop fucking series would be dope, or like a that's already like a built-in franchise. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. something, something We said something new unknown. Unknown. <laughs> Batman versus Predator is not a built-in franchise. I mean, there's different iterations of Batman, and there's like different Predators or but whatever. That's like but a character that everyone is very established oh with the comics suck, dude. Like, <laughs> like oh <laughs> man, <laughs> like uh, I that hasn't uh. been done. Um, let's see. No, just like almost like an indie title, like uh, like the boys sort from of something that I don't read. Well, that's
0: that's what I was saying. Like I, I, I don't read
1: indie titles for one thing. Uh, like all right, so like Saga, I have I picked up like the first book. Did they do anything like that yet?
3: No, they. No, they don't want to either, honestly, because mm. uh, it's just
1: it's too hard to make. Um, just because it's different worlds or what? Because like? of just how
3: over the top it is with its style. Mm-hmm. And uh, the storytelling is so long form that it would take a really special uh, production company to make that.
1: Um, No, see, my <laughs> I would like to see shit that I've seen already or that I've read already. I don't read comics like that. Like, I don't mess around with like I don't go out to comic book shops and find this one that I'm like, oh, man, that right there. I have to read that shit. So, like, I tried a couple things that Centipede comic I tried to read. That shit was whack. Oh, uh, about the old game. How far are you on Oblivion song? Uh, I finished that first one, but I never got—I never oh, got I the second get one. Back yet. On that yeah, train, I never, man, I never got back the second one. That would be cool to see, but you were saying that that's a movie. That's that's happening
0: yeah. already. So yeah. Um, I, I would give you—I would give you RoboCop though. I mean, that is something that they really don't flesh out very well in the movies. It's like, it's right at the point to where he's like, wants to. I guess, discover more about him. still so like, he's, he's trying to still fight that conflict of, like, he wants to be a, more than a machine. Sure. And then it's just like, oh, bad guy fight. I <laughs> just would like to done. see <laughs> a,
1: a long yeah, that's like, either, on all the Robocops, if you have, the, well, the first one, right? The first one's done so well that it's just he's, he gets fucked up. He becomes RoboCop.
3: It's fucking destroyed. And then he's trying to figure out
1: <laughs> what happened to him, and then he's starting to get these like flashbacks, and then he remembers some of the people that did that to him, mm-hmm. and then he gets his like revenge, right? Yeah. But a series of just RoboCop and him being RoboCop and stopping certain things, that would be kind of cool. I don't even know who RoboCop's like main villain is because they made that bullshit on Part 3 where it was like, this samurai <laughs> android guy that had, like, it's really weird. I can't, I'm I'm pulling this off from memory. I can't remember exactly what the movie was, but it was really weird. But, yeah, I don't have a specific indie comic that I can, I'm trying to look around and shit, and, like, it's all Marvel and DC. Like, I can't pull <laughs> anything, like, indie off of the top of my head. Um, That I haven't, so, for me, all my source material, like, I'm, I'm listening to what you guys are saying and stuff, and it's like, you guys are hoping that these um, iterations of the comic becoming cinema or some version that you can watch on, on you know some streaming platform is mm-hmm. going to turn into dollar signs for the publications. And yes, it will, but I think that's in small doses. I don't think it works that way. I think it's the other way around where the people that found these indie comics and it becomes something else, they have the biggest... Um, I guess, like, return on investment, will they go by the rest of the series because they're like, oh, shit, that's becoming, you know, that's a that's a TV show and shit. I got to keep up with the comic because it, it, otherwise I'm going to fall behind and I got to watch this, this show. Whereas, like, somebody like me, I'll, I came to The Walking Dead after the show had come out, mm-hmm. right? But I had started reading it as soon as I knew about it. So I was like, oh, and I read maybe, pff, I don't know, 50, 60, you know, ish. I was deep. Like, I was in Negan
0: while they were still on, like, season two or oh, something. You're, you're pushing, like, 100 territory. Okay, then, yeah. Because he, he comes out in issue 100.
1: Like, that's where I, like, and I stopped. After, like, they were about to have this, like, war and stuff. And that's why I stopped reading. And I think I was, like, almost caught up as far as the comic went. And then I started watching the show. So, like, for me, I get my all my information or a lot of my information and a lot of the stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Off a TV series. It happened with X-Men. It happened with uh, the Turtles. You know, I wasn't reading Turtles comics when I was younger. I watched the cartoons, and then I watched the movies. And then when I would see the comics, I was like, oh, yeah, so, yes, I'll go back and buy comics. But I'm not going to buy the full runs because really what I fell in love with was the shows. You know what I mean? Like, so I understand what you guys are saying as far as, like, this is good for the publications to have more exposure. But it's I doubt that it's going to be more... Money in terms of comic sales, I think it's more money. That's why they're doing the productions, is because it's that's where the money is, is is in production. You know, what I mean, you can make so much money off of comics, mm-hmm. but you're gonna make more a uh, shit ton more in cinema or in uh, a series or your marketing with your with your toys and oh yeah, everything no, I, else.
0: I don't think it'll topple that, but I just I I like that it's going to increase flow of that Awareness. because yeah, I yeah I I don't I don't think at all that. Like a, sh- a movie will come out of a series, and then like comics will overtake that that profit margin. There's there's no way in hell. But um, I I do think that there are two different type of people. Cause yeah, I I fully agree. I don't think everybody will do it, but Deadpool sales show that that's what happens. Like before the movie came out, there weren't forty different titles with Deadpool in it, and afterwards, Deadpool boomed like everybody yeah. was buying Deadpool comics that's why they threw him in everything they were like all right push him on every title you can
1: and i think with that character it's different though because it's that's that's that character where he can be a fourth wall breaker mm-hmm. and you can put him in literally every kind of one shot and it doesn't matter because the the overall the ending to the story it doesn't really matter you know just it's just deadpool yeah. that and then the having marvel you know, as a backer and as somebody that's actually pushing that product, like, hey, check them out on this and check them out on this and check them out on this, it's easier exposure for for that person. I don't think that's – I just don't think that that's the same for a lot of these other things, you know what I mean? Like, The only thing I would argue is, like, when a new movie comes out
3: and there's already a book form of it beforehand, Mm. you'll see a lot of times they'll be like, hey, this is – the book, it's going to turn into a movie. You'll see it right on the yep. cover, like, soon-to-be future movie. Yeah. 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 Motion You'll see feature. those things plat- put on, like, every end cap of a bookstore everywhere. Yeah, like, and Hellboy,
0: Hellboy did horrible in the box office, but The Wild Hunt, which it's based on, that the sales of that graphic novel jumped. I would say
1: that first issue and, the, mm. like, the first issues of those, of those series... Will jump up, but as oh, far yeah. as the total runs, I don't think so. I think we oh, will yeah, see the graphic I don't think, novels. I don't think run up. Yeah, that, will. the graphic novels is probably a good point.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think everything will, but I. What I was trying to say was like, I appreciate the fact that people will go in to get certain things. Yes, and when Joel, what Joel
1: is saying makes sense, is because, w- I think what he is saying is that Marvel and DC, that's already wrapped up, right? Yeah. So it's now it's like, hungry, hungry hippos and shit, yes, and those pellets much. are fucking properties are just like stories right and it's like where can this shit go and literally everybody's just going to be grasping at everything so it doesn't matter if it's a good book or if it's a shit book because if there is a hint that this thing is even remotely interesting somebody's going to be like turn that shit into something so somebody else watches it right so uh, I guess the there's two sides of this which is yes the thing that you love that's an indie thing probably will get more exposure than it ever did. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, too, is that we're going to run into a lot more of these shitty titles where they're not going to work, right? And then so that plays into where people are spending money to buy these uh, properties up to make these shows. And when they start losing money on the on the shit shows because they didn't read the source material or they just, you know, they didn't have the forethought to be like, this probably won't work. We're just going to test it anyways is that's that's when you're going to run into issues where like they're not going to want to take chances on. So it's going to be su- I think what's going to happen is it's going to be this super high rise of all these uh property streams that you're like, "Man, cool, they're making all this stuff." And then when they start not selling because they're reaching for everything, then it's going to drop off and we're just going to end up in the whole you might have like your good shows like um the ones that you guys mentioned already, but we're going to run back into the issue where it's going to be the power horses where it's, it's, it's like right now is the time to make your money. If you're the publishers, make your money and start making a fuss about everything that you're doing like right now when it, when it actually matters. Cause when this shit starts clearing out, it's going to come back down to Marvel and DC again, because they have the, the, you know, resources to, to take a hit. Well, you know what I mean, the one thing to your point that I, I would,
3: uh, counter on is, uh, HBO. HBO is a great example of a service that doesn't have a huge catalog of their own IPs. They have maybe, if I had to guess, I'd say anywhere from 15 to 30 original shows that they do all the time. They're like you know they they keep on putting out content each year or whatever it is. Over the past what 20 years they've been available, 25 years. Yeah, I think that they're kind of the 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 gold standard to set towards when it comes to getting new IPs. What you're going to see, I think, is IPs like Umbrella Academy or um, Curse Words. They can be turned into long form and and last for years and years and uh, still be excellent. So I don't think you'll see Netflix trying to snatch up every new story possible because they've already got so much on their service already. They only need to probably have like five or six, and then they can use those for, for years to come. What I am concerned about is, to your quality point, I don't think that publishers, comic book publishers, and, and comic book writers are gonna be able to keep up with the demand for content and media that these streaming services need. Like at some point, there is gonna be just no, you, you won't find a Walking Dead. Uh, you won't find a uh, saga every year coming out. Uh, or or a curse words every year coming out, you only get that like, like, maybe get that
1: maybe once or twice a year from all the publishers. So I don't know. I just it's just the gems are gonna like you. You're gonna run out of like right. these 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 fucking diamonds in the rough type of deal. You know what I mean it's just it's eventual. But I would say like it's but it's a good thing because at least that you get something. You're gonna get something that you like. So. Rudy, the, the, with the curse words and stuff, like, I, I guarantee you're fucking, like, geeking about it, and the only reason that you're gonna get it is because of this, right? But mm-hmm. then at the same time, that's what I'm saying, is, like, enjoy it while you can, because like Joel said, and it's, like, the literal truth, you can only pump out so much shit. Like, so, it's like finding, discovering diamonds, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, man, no way! <laughs> and then, like, then they become, which is not true, Uh, they become scarce or whatever, they can be man-made now, just so everybody knows. But, like that's like, what happens is that these things don't become as rare, or they become more rare because you're you're taking the shit that wasn't seen before and then you're making it into something else, bringing it to light. But then everybody wants it, and then now you're nobody has it because nobody can pump it out. Like you said, there's it's just TV and shit happens so fast, and everybody wants their stuff now, especially with like, um, you know, shows, right? Like they want that shit now. And if you can't give it to them, either A, and especially with all these different streaming avenues, people just start losing interest, and they're like, well, I'm not going to go there anymore. I'm going to go over here. It's just so, like, just in my mind, there's so many things happening with all this kind of stuff, like everybody trying to reach for these different IPs and everybody making their own streaming services and kind of, mm. you know, disenfranchising themselves from... uh these these uh Dish Network and, you know, whatever else the hell they're doing, it just it makes everything so complicated because you as a consumer, you have to, you know, go to 10 different places to find the shit that you want to do. But, like, to Joel's point, I will go back to... The only reason I watch Amazon is for the boys. Like, that's <laughs> it. Like, legit. Netflix, of course, is Netflix. That's a staple among streaming services. But if I had to choose, like, the only reason I would go back to HBO at the time, was uh, Game of Thrones. Right. And, you know, I can't really think of the, anything else off the top of my head, but, like, Hulu, uh, my hero right now, I guess. And it's just, there's just all those different things, and it just, it makes everything super complicated. So it's like it's a, like I said, it's good and it's bad.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's for any title, though, any type of content that they'll be putting out. I mean, given, yeah, we are discussing only the comic uh, book-inspired portion, but I think that is any type of show coming out will... I mean, it has that effect. Anything could go, like, straight to the top or anything could belly up, like, in an instant. Yeah. So... But, no, I mean, regardless, I'm just excited because based off of Umbrella Academy, which very, very little people knew of, uh, or at least mainstream people knew of, uh, if I'm going off those numbers and, like, that effect... It has me excited because it is potential growth for the underdog, because, yep. as of right now, like anybody who isn't marvel and d c shares about maybe thirty to forty percent of the entire comic book industry like together, like the, all those all, writers yeah all exactly. publications have to share that little percentage that marvel and d c leaves, which I would like to see them push a little bit more into their territory because they deserve it they have amazing content creators who are really pushing their own ideas and they aren't taking the life forms that have been beaten to death since the 60s (laughs) and just throwing them in another run of like just predictable storylines right <laughs> so i either way I'm, I'm just excited because it is something down a different path that we're not used to
3: it encourages writers to still stay fresh and do their yeah. own thing yep
0: to become a jeff lemire yes oh, <laughs> yeah to that guy. keep writing something that you're passionate about and if you don't know who jeff lemire is take some time and look into this dude this dude created his own universe of as much as we said, you know, push away from the superheroes, he created his own universe of superheroes because he was under the impression that he would never be good enough to write for DC, for Marvel. And now he has his own crossover with that said universe, crossing over with the Justice League for Dark Horse, which is Black, Homer, or Black Hammer uh, Justice League uh, crossover. So, yeah, check that out. Look into uh, Jeff Lemire. His story is really, really cool. And just to know that there are people like that who are pushing themselves to push out content for nerdy bastards (laughs) like us is really, really cool. And that's something that we need to keep putting money into. Because if not, we're just going to have cookie-cutter storylines. And, yes, this art form will die at Mm. some point if we don't keep pushing more people to create more. So, yeah, that is where I stand. And I'm just excited to see smaller franchises get a chance to see their art in a different light different i think that's form. the i think that's the ultimate point yeah 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 so give me sam rockwell as wizard <laughs> that'd be great man i need it <laughs> i can't uh, I just I want see it now. just more sam rockwell that's all <laughs> yeah put that man in anything <laughs> All right, so that may have felt like Comic News, like Juan <laughs> just said, but it, in fact, was not Comic Surprise. News. That was just our little uh, rant on you motherfuckers only supporting two publications. <laughs> buy more comics. Buy all of them. Yeah, buy all of them. They are better at other publications. I hate all the <laughs> All right, so Comic Book News. Uh, got a couple things for you. The first one that I want to start off with is something that I'm really, really excited about. Um... And that is the Harvey Awards. So the Harvey Awards have accepted seven new uh, creators into their Hall of Fame. And for those of you that don't know what the Harvey Awards are, of course, it's uh, an award that's given for achievement in comic books and anything related. And it's named uh, for the writer-artist Harvey Kurtzman. And uh, the awards were founded by Gary Groth in 1988 Ah, uh, president of the publisher, Fanagraphics, and that's uh, the Harvey Awards were successor to the Kirby Awards that were discontinued in 1987. So, this year, uh, one of my favorite creators, Mike Mignola, was, you know, introduced and in, inducted into the Hall of Fame for the Harvey Awards. So, 2019 Harvey Awards uh, Hall of Famer, and. Mike Mignola, of course, is the creator of Hellboy, BPRD, and just a fucking amazing artist. He's worked for um, Batman. He's worked in uh, Predator. uh, He's done uh, shit for Marvel. I mean, he's done stuff for everybody, but now he pretty much just loves working on his own titles, (laughs) which is really, really cool. And I have a lot of respect for the guy. Pretty much love anything that dude touches and... His artwork is just top notch. So, good for congrats, him. Yeah, congrats to Mike Mignola. Very well deserved. And yeah, give more small, small creators that light. <laughs> All right. And on top of that, this week was New York Comic Con. I forgot to mention that uh, earlier. That was actually where some of the news came from. So, this past weekend, New York Comic Con happened, and of course, New York, and a lot of cool stuff happened along with a lot of cool comic book news and most of that coming out of marvel or at least what we're going to discuss because we're sticking to one thing so (laughs) marvel announced a lot of different things that they have coming up in the future for comics and uh i'm gonna let joel talk about that because he's actually reading one of the storylines as we speak about this so which one (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, just Marvel in general, but oh, I know, oh, I know sure. you've been reading oh, yeah, on uh, yeah, yeah. House and Powers of X, but...
3: So, yeah, a lot of X-Men goodness was announced. I have not been able to brush up on a lot of the Comic-Con news for X-Men, but uh, if you have been off the X-Men bandwagon for a long time, which I was, I only kept up with Wolverine stuff, that was it. Uh, this is a Charles really... Soul, that's why? Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Charles Soule. Oh, he's my second favorite. Um... That's uh, a good jumping on point is now. They are about to wrap up House of X and Power of X, which are basically reboots for the entire X-Men universe. And then uh, Hickman is moving on to a full-on just X-Men series. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can tell you, I've, I'm about two issues into the House and Powers series so far. It is a gem. It is so good. Uh, I've never wanted to read more X-Men since I was a kid. <laughs> And uh, some things are confusing, like I don't know why Professor X is walking around with a weird helmet all the time, and I don't know what certain characters, but if you are at all interested in reading comics and reading X-Men stuff, now's a good time to do so, because they're about to go full force with a new line starting, I think, November or December. Which is great. But then they had a lot of other cool stuff too. Uh, particularly for me, I was very intrigued by the Marvel Endings series that's coming mm-hmm. out, It's uh, they did done it in the past. They had it with like Wolverine and a few other characters where essentially they have a one-off issue. It's a one-issue thing only, and they basically tell the tale of that hero's final mission or final whatever, and then it just wraps up. So for this one, they have, I think, five or six different uh, characters to go in with. Uh, Captain America's one of them. Uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man's one of them. Uh, Doctor Strange is one of them. Venom is the other one. And there's, hmm. I think, a
0: fifth one that I'm missing. I can't remember who it was. I remembered. I The two that I remember are Miles Morales and Venom because those are the ones that I'm excited yeah.
3: for. <laughs> yep. For me, it's Cap and, not Cap, uh, Doctor Strange and Miles. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm curious to see what they can do for the, those their final... Story.
0: I, see, I'm more intrigued because, I mean, the other guys, they've had so many years, I mean, decades to pump out storyline after storyline after storyline. And, I mean, they've had their end. They've had a shit ton of stuff. But Miles Morales is such a fresh, young character Yeah, that we, I mean, we have only had for what, a decade? <laughs> uh, i say
3: around a decade. Yeah, yeah, so
0: I mean, to know that these guys have been around for decades compared to a decade, I think Miles Morales is going to be the coolest one because we will see him older and it's going to really peer into the light for the first time of what Miles would be like after a lifetime of crime fighting and taking care of the world and, like, doing all this and that. So I'm, that's what I'm most excited for yep. is that complete new different light that no one's seen before.
3: And it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to die in a comic. It yeah. could be simply they retire or yeah. something else happens, but it's just a way to kind of close off that character. And these are not part of the normal Marvel continuity uh, in comics. So. Yeah. You don't have to worry about you know, your character being spoiled for the rest of your <laughs> life. It's a, it's a what-if almost mm-hmm. uh, for that character. Like, like they
0: would lose money like that. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the other two that we uh, forgot were uh, Deadpool and Captain Marvel. This, has Venom ever had an ending? The Venom symbiote has
3: changed hosts a couple of times, and he's had different like personas and stuff. Yeah. So
0: He recently just took over Banner. I didn't know that. That's oh great. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hulk yeah, for Hulk the first Venom. time ever, the Hulk is fused with yeah, a uh, symbiote. that's right.
1: Yeah, that just that just happened like a week ago. All right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Fucking nuts. Like, like <laughs> I'm with you guys. Like, Captain America has been done to death. I feel like that motherfucker's dead <laughs> so many times. Right. Just, Deadpool's kind of like you know the. I don't that's, care. That's gonna
0: be a fucking dumb story. I just don't care about
1: Doctor Strange is a, is is one that I think is pretty interesting just because his. Realm, You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. as a character, he's... He's, like, this... He's not all-powerful, but he's, like, one of, like, the strongest, you know, superheroes. And I just feel like he can be in different realms. You know what I mean? Like, he can be in different... So his ending has to be some huge event. I feel like it's going to be a huge event. His, anyways. Uh, So, just to go on with a bit of a uh, nerd rant for, like, less than a minute, I promise.
3: (laughs) Uh, You mentioned that he's not all-powerful. So... (laughs) Doctor Strange, just to give you a heads up, uh, I love that series because it is very different than normal Marvel, because Marvel's all, like, you know, capes and cowls and Mm. beat up bad guys, and Doctor Strange is just weird and magic and just not normal, so... They just kind of wrapped up an arc in his uh, his current run of comics where he actually becomes a god and rewrites history. Okay. Or, of course, corrects history. <laughs> All right, then. But Jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he he's pretty cool. So I'm I'm actually really excited for that. He's a cheater. That ending he's type a of thing. A
1: cheater. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cheater. Literally, he can just change his own shit. He had ship. to stop
3: Galactus, and he, in order to do it, he basically blew up Galactus, and it destroyed the universe, and then the, the universe gods like gave him god power to basically... Oh, that's smart. They, they call it basically stitching up the,
1: the universe.
0: So like, it hey, it man, you
1: can keep that part where you blew them up, but you got to <laughs> fix everything else.
3: No, no said, not
0: even that. They said, thanks for destroying everything. You're probably the guy to, you know, give all the power to. <laughs> they
3: basically said, like, you're a surgeon, right? And he goes, yeah. He's like, well, stitch up the universe then. So that's kind of cool. But, uh,
0: I mean, I guess that's that's a pretty cool way to do it, but they should have had somebody else kill Galactic, because if somebody's, like, all-knowing, why the fuck would you leave the world? The dude just destroyed the universe, yeah. and you're going to, oh, here you go, man, have all the power. Maybe they were scared. <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> 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 no, but, uh, so yeah, the, that's uh, one storyline that they, are stories that they released. Do you guys actually know the uh, the term for, uh, I, I think you just said, like, one-offs? Yeah. Do you, do you know what those are? No. Uh, so they're called one-shots. one shots. Oh, shot. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So that that's what they're like the official term for those stories would be where or they are one shots. They mean nothing.
1: Literally. Like, yeah. that's a, like it's a, just a cool way. I What I take them as is just an alternate reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because there's like Earth this and Earth that and like multiverses. So I just take it as one multiverse. You get to see an actual wrap up to one of the characters. You know what I mean? like similar to uh uh I'm trying to think of something I can't think of anything in my head but like where the characters are so similar in nature it's just like one course of action kind of is different than the other but it's basically the same guy but I can't think of any like examples
3: so on that line of thought just a random thought that I had <laughs> while watching Dragon Ball uh-huh. uh huh uh Trunks describes time travel and the consequences of time travel so much better than Endgame does. <laughs> like I thought that while I was, I was like, wow, because he's he's like, wait, I can't change this because if I do, it'll turn into a different reality. And I'm like, he just described Endgame right there. Okay. <laughs> so it's true, but then he fucks
1: It fucks up. It fucks up later. Yeah, like, don't don't be spoiling stuff. <laughs> <for me. laughs> just,
2: it just fucks I'm up like, like 140, he, all right?
1: He, yeah, but he like he makes sense there and then Later on, you give like, well, wait, what the hell? Yeah, like, right. I thought this shit doesn't make sense now. Yeah, so I
0: mean, there are unforeseen variables in anything, true. So. <laughs> <laughs> but back to comic news, besides
3: yeah. the ending stuff and besides the X Men goodness, they announced they also announced a really awesome Star Wars uh, not reboot, but just a new issue number one.
0: With a new, I thought, I thought this was a reboot of the Star Wars title, kind of. It's, it's not a reboot of the, the Darth Vader. So, they have
3: uh, the, main, the mainline Star Wars series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's being redone to issue one, but it's taking place in a different timeline, or a different part of the timeline. So, the okay. okay. current Star Wars run that's about to finish up was in between episodes four and five, so uh, A New Hope and Empire. And this one is going to be uh, in between episodes five and six. So, you see okay. how Luke becomes the Jedi that he is in Revenge, or not Revenge. Um, return. Uh, you see, uh, Lando take a bigger role because Han's no longer there. Just a lot, lot of cool stuff. So that's being okay. written by my favorite, nope. Mr. Charles Soule. So I'm gonna be very much reading that every single month. <laughs> Can't wait.
1: So is this? Is, I know I was, I was paying attention, but then I wasn't. Go for it. What's <laughs> <up>? <laughs> just you said that it's, it's, it's the same story just in a different reality. What's that? The the Star Wars story? No.
2: That's not what you said? Uh,
1: they're going back to
3: issue number one. Okay. Uh, but it's taking place in a different part of the timeline.
1: Oh, so it's the same story, but it's just it's more backstory to the story yeah, that you already Yeah, Basically knew? they're using these Star Wars comics to fill the gaps in between movies. Because they're not gonna be making movies to fill in those gaps anymore. Right. There's All no right. point. Okay.
3: So they're they're telling the tales that need to be told to explain the universe more in between those time spots. So that's why like when Empire ends, you see a huge time jump in Return of the Jedi. Right. When it starts up. Like, they've got a, uh, you know, th- their the Rebel Alliance is, like, fully equipped and awesome. And they're going to save Han. And you're like, well, how the hell did all that happen? That's what you're going to see happen in this comic book. And, like, Luke is actually. Luke is actually adequate at being a Jedi. Yeah. He can fight and stuff, and he has his own saber. He's not so
1: whiny anymore.
3: Exactly. You'll see that happen, <laughs> too. <Hopefully>. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of different shit. Like, are they going to. Is this expanding on the whole Star Wars universe or just at that. Well, sure. particular time. The cool thing about the comics for Star Wars is they are
3: part of the canon. They're part of the official Star Wars story. All so, of them? All of them. Anything that Disney and Marvel have put out in the past since what, uh, 2012 or whatever they took over, mm-hmm. uh, anything they've put out since then is considered part of the Star Wars lore, and, uh, that's why you, you have things like Palpatine being the one that created Vader, or, um, New characters like Dr. Afra, or um, expansions upon General Thrawn, stuff like that. It, it's pretty cool that they're using these comics to tell stories that they can't do in movie because there's just not a point right. to do that, but they have repercussions in the movies and you'll see those characters show up in maybe the TV shows or whatever you have. Is there a Mace
1: Windu line? There is. Okay. That's all. <laughs> that's
2: all that's all
1: <laughs> he just wanted to know about windu it wasn't very
3: good to be honest oh man it deals with his earlier years and i, I don't know i read the first issue or two and it wasn't very good to me
1: how long is the run Do you uh know?
3: i don't know off the top of my head but if i had to guess probably about 10 or 12 is he issues. not fucking
1: shit up like right away is he just like he's he's cool i
3: mean it takes place during clone war era but it's just i don't know the writing wasn't that, that great and okay. the story wasn't very interesting to me it's i would like to see because he's alive right supposedly I mean, maybe. Right, they' would be had, awesome if he was. Nobody but knows this yet. They haven't confirmed that yet. Okay, I just I thought he was alive. It's a fan theory, yeah. but yeah, it's not real. You
0: Snoke? <laughs> oh god, oh that's no. what they god. said. He yeah.
3: Snoke. He had he,
0: the Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, he was <laughs> in a deep void of space. He didn't get no sun yeah. and shit.
3: <laughs> Terrible.
0: Uh this shit's annoying. But yeah, no, I I think uh with. Giving the reins to Charles Soul, I mean, oh, yeah. that's the best thing possible for them, considering what he's done with Darth Vader.
3: That Vader run was
0: iconic. It was mm-hmm.
3: really well told. Um, and then the artwork was great, too. I'm hoping to keep with some of the same
0: artists. So, yeah, I'm excited. Nice. And uh, did you... So is, is that all you have for that? I mean, unless you can, little... can kind of
3: jumpstart my brain a little bit. I don't know.
0: All right, so uh, Thor... Oh, I was yeah. actually getting a reboot in uh, Marvel, and that is being done by none other than uh, Donnie Cates. Yes, sir. And so uh, Donny Cates is, he just, shit, I just had a, a note of what else he took over. He did Venom and Doctor uh, yeah, Strange, I yep. believe. And uh, he is also the creator of um, one of the more mentionable ones, uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh yeah, okay. And so he, he and that dude's been everywhere right now. Hell, he just took over. Uh, well, he didn't take over, but he's part of the Guardians now. Yep. Um. But yeah, another thing that I was thinking of with um, Donnie Cates was Absolute Carnage.
3: That was a so, big uh, key uh, run. Yeah, mm-hmm, that was big that, stuff. That's
0: something that he's been working on right now. But so Thor is uh, either just ended or coming to an end, and yes. they are giving the uh, the reins over to Donnie Cates. Uh, oh, and uh, was it uh, Silver Surfer, Black? I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah, it was a, it was another Silver Surfer run that Donny Cates did. Oh okay, I got you. Yeah, this dude has like the fucking Midas touch right now. Anything that he works on is just blowing up. His right now. His Venom I mean, runs great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Venom, uh, Absolute Carnage, Guardians, uh, uh, Thanos. He worked on Thanos because yep. that's that was where um Cosmic Ghost Rider came from which I actually just picked up a copy of the first appearance of uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider I won it on eBay I just wanted to see what it was going to go for cuz they announced that Cosmic Ghost Rider is possibly going to be showing up in one of the next uh, phases oh, of sure. the MCU so I was like oh well with this news like it was even on there like oh uh upcoming MCU character blah 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 so I was like I want to see what this is going to go for I threw 5 bucks on a uh, lenticular cover signed by Donnie cates with a um uh certificate of uh authenticity, authenticity. won it for five bucks because nobody else voted out <laughs> seriously that guy didn't yeah. have a minimum like no it, I, think I think maybe <laughs> you thought that it was gonna like blow up but yeah uh i got some packaging. i was like hell i didn't order anything and i opened it i was like holy shit i won <laughs> But yeah, so I got a, I got a lenticular uh, Thanos 13 first appearance of a cosmic Ghost Rider signed by Donnie Cates. That's right awesome. Now. But yeah, uh, I mean all those titles. This dude is um, oh, and he did a uh, God Country, I which is uh, it's a uh, Image Comics. Oh okay. Uh, from twenty sixteen, but I mean it was a huge book.
3: The other thing that I thank you for mentioning Thor because this just made me remember. Uh, they also announced a new Iron Man run coming out. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So right now, uh, Dan Slott, who wrapped up his Spider-Man run, mm-hmm. is working on Tony Stark Iron Man. That's what it's called, Tony Stark Iron Man. And it is about to finish up this year, and they're moving on to a new run called Iron Man 2020. And Iron Man 2020 is an actual... Iron Man character from the year 2020 that was from like way long ago that Marvel created.
0: Okay, I was about like, to say that shit's like next year. Like, like think, like think almost uh, like Spider Man 2099.
3: Yeah, yeah, 2099. But from Iron Man, uh, so <laughs> they, they, they only gave his ass 2020. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. So Iron Man 2020 in the past was mm. actually uh, Arno Stark. I don't know if you're familiar with Arno at all. No. no. So Arno is actually the real Stark. He is not. He he's he's Tony's like I guess half brother ish or adopted brother because mm-hmm. Tony Stark's not really a Stark. Oh, for real? Yeah. So okay. that's huh. uh, if I got down a rabbit hole, I don't know. I'm going. Uh, if, if, I, if, I didn't I know that. I didn't pause know that. if I'm going down no, a rabbit hole. I didn't know that. So
0: is this how why Howard hated him?
3: <laughs> so in the comics, Tony Stark is not actually a Stark. He was adopted by the Starks. Mm-hmm. His real. Uh, uh, God, can you imagine? Being adopted, yeah, adopted, right? by the <laughs> his Kill real the mother uh, her name's Amanda what is her name Amanda something i can't remember but basically he is the child of uh a shield agent and a hydra agent and huh. uh he gets adopted by the starks and they have a real son named arno who they uh can't he's got some kind of sickness and they keep him in this like metal like life pod forever. So Tony's the only one that they actually take care of. Anyway, Arno in twenty twenty is the Iron Man. Stark isn't. Tony isn't around at all. Mm-hmm. But in the current Dan Slot line of Iron Man that he's doing right now, Iron Man has been. Uh, he was killed by Captain Marvel during uh, Civil War two. Yep. And then they brought him back to life. But in this Dan Slot line, he's discovering that. The way he was brought back, he essentially isn't a real copy of, of Tony Stark at all. He's like this own new person with Tony Stark's mind. So they don't know if Iron Man 2020 will actually be Tony Stark in the suit or Arno. I don't know. It's sounds confusing and convoluted. <laughs> My apologies because I'm terrible at explaining stories. But uh, it's pretty cool looking, and I'm looking forward to that myself. So. sounded
1: interesting. Yeah, I mean it's, I hell, I'm intrigued. Yeah, this Thor though, he looks fucking cool, right? <laughs> he looks mean, like he looks like mean Thor. It doesn't look like, hey man, how's it going? I'm gonna like, I am Asgardian he said, he said, and play Fortnite. Yeah, this dude looks like <laughs> he's got like a he's got like this. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a this belt thing, like sash that's awesome. It's like lit up, but like his suit is like stars like a cosmic star looks like the universe or a galaxy or something like that but he looks bad like mean
0: yeah so he he looks like uh the way daredevil looked in um that whole big ass asgardian crossover uh oh the one
3: that I didn't that World of the, I didn't
0: the read. Realms? <laughs> yeah. yeah that fucking uh, mess <laughs> uh, no thank you yeah it, it looks like how how he looked you yeah you could see the cosmos within his suit Um, but yeah, no, he, he does look pretty crazy. He looks more Malekith than, uh, than Thor. He looks like he'd whoop Thor's ass. (laughs) That's what he looks like. That's a man
1: right there. (laughs) That's a man. Yeah. I'm a man. No, no, no. no.
0: But yeah. So, uh, Donnie Cates, like I said, this dude's got the, the Midas touch with anything. Um, taking on Thor that will be releasing in, uh, January. Yeah, mid-January. Okay. That's uh, that's the release date for Donny Cates' Thor. And on top of that, I'm not sure when uh, X Men will be hitting. I, th- I want to say it's sometime this month, but they also released uh, news of a uh, they said the first spinoff, which scares me, considering Marvel loves uh-huh. to make book after book after book after book after book. After book after book after book they had to follow to read one storyline. Yep, and that is of course a spinoff of Wolverine from this title. I'm okay with that though.
3: I'm very okay with that because it's been like six years since they had actual ongoing
0: Wolverine series. Mm-hmm. Like since a proper Wolverine. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh. So, but uh,
0: I'm I'm not okay with the fact that it's a, the first spinoff. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. I'm I'm cool with I the Wolverine know. book, but. The first, uh, like, where does it end? Like, how, how many characters or how many different teams will get their own book? In oh this wait, you, you, so
1: you're mad at the fact that I it don't says think they'll the go with that?
0: Yeah, because like like I said, Marvel does that with everything. I mean, hell, look at War of the Realms. That shit had spin off after spin off. Well, that was the problem with X Men in the past, at least, was they they had like,
3: oh my god, they had like like a dozen different books. They were mm-hmm. all X Men titles uh they had like x-men blue and x-men gold and x-men black and x-men blah whatever uh red and um they were all just a mess so i think that with marvel they came in and they asked hickman to clean it up basically and reboot and i
0: know but that that's what scares me though because he's done such a good job and he has the attention of so many people right now where does marvel get greedy well he's (laughs) doing his
3: his ongoing run for x-men Mm-hmm. So he'll have the proper, to staple X Men title.
0: Oh yeah, no, that that's completely fine. I just,
3: if they do a couple of different characters like Wolverine or maybe like uh, I don't know, um, we also really need a spinoff series like Magneto. I guess I don't
0: know. I I Jubilee? wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing a, I wouldn't mind seeing a Brotherhood storyline. I always wondered why they didn't do that. Why did they don't do a storyline based on the X Men? That's And true. then a mere copy based on the Brotherhood. So I'm not.
3: Like I said, crazy far into the House and Powers mm-hmm. run yet, but that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> oh, is it? Brotherhood No. No,
0: no that's that's
3: uh Hickman has done like a lot of crazy stuff with X Men and they're okay. kind of all inclusive now. Mm-hmm. So all mutants are just like all together. There's no opposing side. They're actually going against humans and robots now.
0: mk3
1: oh no oh damn it close though no? wait is no i don't are think that's sure? i don't think that's called that though no but you're 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 like right are you, are
0: you gonna give me shit because i'm not saying mortal kombat 3 no
1: no <laughs> not because you're you're like right, i'm gonna give it to you but it's like it's the trilogy oh it's got is it? it's got all three of them on it oh. yeah oh okay but, I mean,
0: yeah, 3 I Trilogy. Was, yeah, I thought it was MK3. Yeah, I thought oh. it was a
1: fighting game. I just didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. that's just
0: hype, though. At first, I thought it was a uh, a side-scroller, but then when the beat dropped, I was like, oh, wait. Nah,
3: no, no, that's, that's a more more combat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah.
0: yeah. Hell yeah. Suck on that. <laughs> All right.
1: That's two weeks in a row, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm making it easier for you guys. So. Oh,
3: is that what it is?
0: <laughs> you guys need it I shouldn't so. have said anything. <laughs> oh, <hating ass. laughs> All right, so... This week's video game category actually is not video games, so uh, we'll give you a, a tiny little splash of video game news just so you know what's happening uh, at the end and because this is video games, but I want to talk about something that we don't really talk about much uh, on this podcast, and that is role-playing games, like tabletop-type stuff. So have you guys heard anything about a very, very obscure Tabletop role playing game, think like fucking okay. type. I know type of shit. a few,
3: but probably not this one. The
1: KFC game, the KFC game, <laughs> there's
0: it's a KFC real. game, yeah, yeah that's a
1: real. But I don't know if that's a tabletop game. I thought it was Wendy's that did Is that. Is that Wendy's that it did was the Wendy's. yeah.
0: That's what that's what I'm talking okay. about. So, fast food ass, <laughs> all right. So, Wendy's, uh, I mean, these people are always on top of everything when it comes to social media whether it's making memes uh uh you know throwing shade at other competitors like talking trash doing all this and that they their social media um i guess experts or people who work on the social media are just top notch yes. social f- media straight people. fire man yeah, they're, they're, they're years, always 3000 year 3000 <laughs> yeah they're always really really great so their last viral marketing gimmick happens to be a very, very well thought out 97-page Dungeons and Dragons esque table or tabletop role-playing game. Nerds. And it says it uh buffs you for eating Wendy's food and <laughs> hampers you with negative status effects, obviously, for eating anything else. <laughs> So it's all about pushing their product, and uh, so it says that uh, it's called Feast of Legends, and it's a it's a board game tabletop like D and D and everything, but um, where is this in the fight against frozen beef, the nation of Fresh artovia, or Tovia? Yes, Fresh Tovia stands alone in the realm of. Uh, Beef's Keep, where Queen Windy one day finds herself beset by the evil ice jester in his rogues uh, gallery of frozen fiends. How will you stop them? Well, you'll just have to put down that frosty and roll the dice. So that's the whole... You know, that's how they marketed it. But essentially it is you going to uh, protect this place called Beef's Keep and fresh, fresh Tovia for Queen Wendy. And from what I hear is, kids making me hungry right now. You, <laughs> you battle Ronald McDonald? <laughs> no way! <laughs> like you're you're fighting like a Ronald McDonald type of person. But it says there are locations on the map, like Costa del Spicy, Biggie Vale, Roast Beach, and uh, the French Fry Forest. <laughs> Roast Beach? That's Arby's, I bet huh roast beef yeah, roast beach. Probably, yeah. yeah well, roast beach but um i'm just going over like the what they say about this it says join the order of the spicy chicken sandwich they're resistant to fire or the order of the baconator you guessed it they're damaged uh mopping tanks uh but be warned to ice the silly quest against frozen beef you'll have to follow the same careful plotted rules as you would if this were an actual D and D game, and not merely an insanely elaborated Wendy's commercial. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they—I mean, it's crazy. I don't have you pulled up the uh, the artwork over there. Uh, by
1: chance? No, not
0: yet. Okay, so pull it up really quickly because the artwork, like legit, what they put into this thing is nuts, and uh, the artwork alone is just dope as hell. Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna do this real quick because I think this would be wow. pretty funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, look at look at that. It looks like it's ripped straight from a D and D like player uh
3: uh player book. Dog. Can you imagine being hired by <laughs> Wendy's to make that artwork? Like, hey, we want you to take our establishment and our Wendy's character and turn it into some kind of D and D nerd stuff, please. <laughs> Why do you be looking? <laughs>
1: Fuck like you gotta kill someone in the <laughs> clowns, man.
0: Here, give me a second. Uh the, counter, oh, the Clown Slayer. Open, the clown Slayer. Alright, Juan, open this uh open this link real quick. I want to watch this with y'all on the stream. Alright, all right. just a second, just a second. Alright, all right. Juan's putting up a poll, and then we're gonna watch a legit. I mean, there's a D20. This is an ad. There's a D20 right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this I, is a real this is a, re- yeah, a you real can, game. You can, you can download this. It's 97 pages. It's a player handbook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this has been happening to me
1: today. I don't know what this is. It's. I think it's some kind of like extension issue. It's porn? No, I swear to God. <laughs> it's <not>. Oh man, <laughs> this is
2: not porn.
1: <laughs> Believe me, I know. I know it's this was really fresh. The... All right, so check it out. It's gonna happen again. I gotta close out. Let me uh, save this uh, this link <laughs> oh <my> here. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not porn. It's just uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> just let me bring
2: this back
1: up. It's not porn, y'all. <laughs> It's either porn or it's ah. No, I, no, I mean, that could be a, that could be an issue, but I had this uh this AVG um oh browser action happen so uh yeah browser it, <laughs> action more like it. it just started happening to me today while I was uh, doing some Inktober stuff and yeah so let's see if it happens He's again. he got a
2: lot
0: of excuses, bro. <laughs> I'm
2: just saying this it. isn't even my computer. <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. God. Oh, oh man! man. Look, hey, look! All your action from hey, earlier no. is causing Wait, problems, just, man. Let me just—bro,
0: <laughs> just, are we gonna be able to do this? Or are we skipping this?
1: Bit? Uh, we're probably skipping this bit. <laughs> let me just check these extensions. Yeah, go to your
0: history real quick. No, it's gone. I'm telling you, it's put, not
1: there. Quit clearing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what movie is it where the oh dude's got God. like? Oh, the fucking fly of the concords where he's like trying to like show him something and like his computer oh, is messing that, up no that's on uh eagle versus
0: shark yeah that's right <laughs> um that uh oh shit you didn't watch suicide squad uh, uh so you know the goofy guy from neighbors ike uh so yeah i was gonna mess up anyways <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh there's this character on suicide squad who gets a gun pulled on him by dead shot and he's like look if this man shoots me i give you clearance to shoot him in the head and I need you to go to my office and clear my browser history. <laughs> no. But,
1: uh, keep all this in the show. Uh, just it's not working. <laughs> well, Let's it's got some straight so. viruses yeah, on it. man. I computer, might have man. a virus. I might have to go through it. Don't worry about it. It's good. Well, all right, naughty well, nature we, stuff.
0: We saw some. We didn't see enough, <laughs> but I mean, I, you can gauge that. I mean, look at this. It the, sounded the, epic. Look at what they're putting into this shit. <laughs> like, they legit built. A 97 page game that you can play with a D and D group. So much to the point to the uh, amazing group of D and D players from Critical Role are actually playing it. They did a whole playthrough of this story, and I guess they they put it out there somewhere. So have, do you know Critical Role? Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm yeah, with a Matthew Mercer. Yep. Yeah, they put like their version of them playing through the game. Out on their page, or either that, or it's on uh, Wendy's page. But yeah, you can watch the amazing cast of Critical Role play through <laughs> this Feasts of Legends. <laughs> you know what would be
3: genius is if they took this and offered exclusive, like physical content that you can get only at a <laughs> Wendy's restaurant if you buy, like I don't know, a frosty or something like that.
0: Yeah, or like Jimmy a- Wendy's. Almost Some like marketing. a kids' meal. You get you get like custom dye. Yeah, man. Oh, like that so cool. Mat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but I mean, just just looking at the effort that they put into this. I mean, these characters look bad as hell. I'm looking at this like barbarian dude with this big ass hammer. He's got like dreadlocks and stuff. He looks cool as shit. And it looks like, oh no, sh- <laughs> so this is the Baconator tribe because hell he has like yeah. bacon hanging off of him and. It's, like, worked into his gauntlets and his belt and shit, it looks like. Hell no. But...
3: Get some big old greasy fists <laughs> just
1: punching <laughs> some clowns. I just uh, posted the link to the Critical Role.
0: Um, the playthrough? Yeah, the
1: playthrough. on. Hell yeah.
0: That. I I actually probably will watch that because I love watching those dudes do their thing. Watching Matthew Mercer change from voice to voice is, like, the most epic shit ever. <laughs> it's so cool to watch them go back and forth. I love when his... uh companions make him do um cross conversation between himself <laughs> like they'll ask mm. character shit and ask them to discuss it he's like ah <laughs> damn it <laughs> it's so good but uh yeah so if you are a D player if you're somebody who enjoys tabletop rpgs or just i mean i personally like playing and i just don't really have a group to do it with but Same. this is this is definitely something that i would like to try because it seems cool as shit and uh, considering my first job was McDonald's, I want that place burnt to the ground. Slay it, slay it. punch <laughs> that Fresh Tobia for the win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. But it's not from that.
3: He's like, hey, I might have a virus, yeah. but I can't erase everything.
0: Yeah. During the switch over <laughs> He admits that he may have. A I may virus. have a virus,
3: <laughs> man. Hell
0: no, the plot thickens. <laughs> I'll
1: clean that Whoa. out.
3: He's like, I gotta watch
1: my porn in 4K on the screen, man.
0: <laughs> he said, "It's 3D, baby." The <laughs> only way. <laughs> the loads come right at you. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> last week Tuesday, uh, we do have some more anime animation news from yet again Cartoon Network uh and realistically if you have a problem with that you can shut the fuck up all right? <laughs> uh if you did not grow up loving cartoon network there's something wrong with you let, let me ask were you guys when you think about growing up in cartoons and stuff who has that number one spot nickelodeon over, oh
1: man
3: over cartoon network yes it was like fox kids morning stuff man oh
1: fucking bobby's world and <laughs> <laughs> no like, it, no, they, they, had, had, like turtles,
0: they had the turtles uh,
3: they had power
1: rangers yeah they had power rangers they had they x-men had spider-man yeah the tick
0: well then I, I wouldn't even say the top spot because yeah after i said that i was thinking the same thing i was like shit they had x-men like, Spider Man, like, yeah. yeah so that would probably be that out of nick tunes and cartoon network oh nickelodeon would you, for me yeah oh yeah yeah dude okay Red rats and Real monsters I yeah. thought th- that's a poll. So, Dragon Ball Z Zoids I mean Samurai there's, Jack, a why I
3: Eddie. Eddie. there's a reason why I watch it there's a reason why I watch Ball for the first time right now
1: yeah you can, here, pick, you can pick Dragon Ball Z but like you have Rugrats you have what uh, hey Arnold that's Doug true. Oh, come Doug. on man
0: I think they both had some bangers you know, Johnny I never, Bravo I never
1: understood why Doug
0: liked
3: uh, Patty so much Patty Mayonnaise why she was plain Jane. <laughs> she was. She <laughs> was just that. She oh, was fucking wait, mad. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Even I'm sorry. like child, Joel was like, she's not that cute.
1: Doug, like, what are you doing? She had that badass polka dot shirt with the with the skirt. I don't her, know. Her hairline was fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Patty Man is. She had a she had a nice voice, did she not?
0: Or am uh, I just am I not remembering? Uh, no, she's like, a Really? Did you like Phoebe or something? Bro, when she was smashing with Skeeter, you know she was. I not about all that. <laughs> no, high school hit and Skeeter was, Skeeter was in the guts. <laughs> Pork chop was just kicking it, wanting treats. <laughs> all right, but yeah, so uh, Cartoon Network uh, last week, Tuesday, released a brand new trailer for an upcoming limited series from uh, Gennady Kartikovsky. you guys know who that is? Nope. Sure don't. Nothing. I might Are after you, sure? you give me some elaboration. I mean, yeah, like me, <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right, so well, it's just I—I I was wondering if you guys would, yeah. I, so I saw the trailer and right off rip, I knew who he was. So he's the creator behind Samurai Jack. Oh, uh, Dexter's Laboratory. He was a uh, executive pru- uh, producer for Star Wars Clone Wars. Ooh. He uh, worked with, or he wrote for uh, Hotel Transylvania. Um. He was a supervising producer on the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. He supervising producer for Powerpuff Girls. Uh, I mean, this dude has done a shit ton of stuff. He's done work with um, Flintstones. Did I say Dexter's Laboratory? Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, a bunch of different things. Hey, real quick. So huh.
1: Nickelodeon in the 90s, Cartoon Network in 2000s? the 2000s.
0: Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. That, yeah, that's fair. Because yeah, 2000s Nickelodeon is ass. Yes. It oh it got so bad. It was just SpongeBob at that point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's all they had. But yeah, so I mean, if can you guys agree this dude has a shit ton yeah, of yeah. credibility under his name? So uh let me go back to this. Uh Gennady Tartavo- or Tartakovsky. Sorry, that's a hard name to read. <laughs> uh He put out a new limited series that he's releasing on Cartoon Network called Primal. And it focuses on a caveman as he navigates through a world where dinosaurs face the uh, threat of extinction. And, um, yeah, it's just the first picture that I saw is this very, very, like, beefed up, very primal caveman swinging this, like, bone Dagger, and just blood splatting everywhere. <laughs> and this is going to be a, uh, a five-episode release um, starting on, when was this starting? October 7th. Uh, uh, damn, it got a midnight release. So Adult Swim, I guess. Okay. Not, not really Cartoon Network. Uh, and the 7th, that will be tomorrow, which would be today.
3: <laughs> well, there you go.
0: Yeah, so uh, October 7th, if you're a fan of any of those shows... Uh you'll know his work if you watched any of those, and I just explained what the whole show's about, and everything, but I would say just watch the trailer because it's really short, but you know the computer's messing up with the porn uh. <laughs> <laughs> and everything but uh yeah, it's saying the series is gonna run for five consecutive nights until Friday, October the eleventh, and each episode is roughly thirty minutes in length, but uh yeah, so it's his uh return back to Adult Swim, uh, Cartoon Network type stuff. All right, so since you guys can't watch it over there, check this out. Like, this is what the character looks like. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I think he looks pretty sick. Yeah. Pretty dope little guy. Caveman. I mean, yeah, it's a caveman. Did you not no, read? No, I was <laughs> a- <laughs> really It's good about idea. a caveman who fights <laughs> then then he looks exactly like what he's he supposed to look like. <laughs> They did their job. Yeah, yeah. And he looks exactly like what he's
1: supposed to look like.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> and what happened to Nickelodeon as far as Nicktoons? They just don't exist anymore. Uh, all grown up happened. <laughs> um, you, like, besides Cartoon Network, can you think of any other TV show or channel that does cartoons like they used to?
1: Well, they got Boomerang and stuff
3: well, like, uh, that. That's, that's but like that. That's like old school stuff. Yeah, Is yeah. it yeah,
2: though? Yeah that's, it
3: it but, yeah, that's nothing but, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. nothing but, like, Boomerang, old... that makes sense. Like, Hanna-Barbera
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, you're Y'all right. come back now. And what about Disney? Fuck uh, no. All they have, like, like, like live-action weird tweenie Bob tween stuff. Yeah, Hanna
1: Montana stuff now. That's right, that's right. Um, it, No,
3: Cartoon Network really is the only one. Like, Nickelodeon's kind of going back to, like, their live-action stuff with, like, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark and all that. All that, but.
0: Oh, I saw a trailer for that. Looked like trash.
1: Almost not shed on it. Is it that bad? It looked like trash.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Man. it looked very 2019 <laughs> that's awesome fantastic <laughs> but yeah so uh i don't i don't know i don't know what happened to nickelodeon but i mean at least people have a show or a series like our channel like cartoon network yeah to actually keep pushing stuff like this but yeah so primal like i said it's uh takes place about a caveman Fighting dinosaurs around time of extinction, and I'm guessing that's probably going to have something to do towards the end. Considering this is a five-episode series, it has an ending, <laughs> so it's gonna it's gonna have some crazy stuff. What the hell's going on over there? What this? <laughs>
1: Someone's getting choked out. Uh, that's that chick from um. I'm well. Joel kind of like sparked my interest in figuring out what happened to these Nicktoons or whatever. So it, this says the title says this. This is from 2017. So I don't know any information. I haven't read anything. It just says. How one man killed Nicktoons and his potential downfall. So that alone has caught my attention. So after (laughs) I read this, I'll let you guys know what happened. All right.
0: But yeah, so I'm guessing that this has something to do with, uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but maybe like an asteroid or something like that, I'm guessing is going to be a main character in this story. (laughs) (laughs)
3: It's just a giant rock
0: main um, character yeah so it's gonna be around extinction and everything sounds pretty cool but knowing the really the level of talent that worked on uh samurai jack that that already has me excited i've seen the trailer i've seen the artwork and everything and of course it is very samurai jack uh but i've loved that show i really really loved dexter's laboratory especially as a kid yep it was very goofy very funny but that was always really fun and uh As much as we had to watch it with our sister because we had to share TV time, uh, Powerpuff Girls really wasn't that bad. It was cool, man. Yeah, it was was a pretty. I didn't mind that. Uh, Mojo Jojo was that shit. Yep. (laughs) Him was still very weird. Him still is very weird. He was. He was a weird guy. But what were they called? The uh, the rowdy rough boys. Those guys were dope. So I mean, this dude has worked on a ton of different shit. I never really got into, like, watching the full run of uh, Clone Wars, but the the episodes that I did watch were just fantastic. That shows a gem. But yeah, knowing that this dude has worked with all of them and has created some of them, that that, that should be something that gets you excited. That should be like, oh, I should check this out. Yeah. Which uh, I plan on doing. I mean, hell, what is that? Two and a half hours? Pretty good movie yeah basically yeah but i I think it's cool that they're instead of spreading it out five weeks, spreading cheeks out five weeks, you know, <laughs> they're just <laughs> spreading it span of five days, so it's just one after another. I think that's pretty cool that's uh a different way of releasing the, the that I'm used to. I've never really heard of anything doing that have you?
3: no, I mean yeah. I've seen like comics do like week by week as well oh, but yeah mm-hmm. that's the the quickest I can think of as far as normal form.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, usually shows, too, it was always like, oh, tune back on Tuesdays at 5 for what happens next. But, I mean, night after night after night after night after night, that's pretty sweet. But I want to check it out. I'll be uh, seeing what it's all about. I'll give it two episodes. If it pulls me in, it pulls me in. If not, lost an hour. Right. (laughs) But, yeah, so if you're a fan of Samurai Jack, uh, Dexter's Laboratory, or any of the other Cartoon Network originals that we just discussed, make sure you check out Primal. It uh, comes out October seventh at midnight, and then um, thirty minutes, and then every day after that until the eleventh, which is Friday. Get you some some cartoon fix. All right, so I read some stuff. What'd you read?
1: Okay, so I'm not gonna get into like the gritty shit of this stuff. Uh, I'll get into like the essential stuff. Back in like the like we said, the 90s and the early 2000s, we had a bunch of shows on Nickelodeons like Rugrats, Wild Thornberries, Hey Arnold, you know, just to name a few. Um, and then Spongebob came along. And Spongebob came along and became super popular. After, like, the first three seasons, it, like, the popularity for that show outweighed everything else. And after 60 episodes in a movie, the creator of Spongebob actually walked away you know, because he was done with it. But Nickelodeon refused to let it die because it was so successful and bringing in money. So they continued to go on without him. He actually came back to do the Sponge Out of Water movie and a couple other things. But he, when he left, they kept it going, you know. And they it was basically the cash cow for the channel or for the program. And... <laughs> Eventually, the popularity of Spongebob started becoming too popular for the other cartoons. Like, the other cartoons were not getting any ratings. Because I remember, and I'm taking some of this from memory, when they started changing Spongebob's time slots. And there was a time in, like, the early 2000s where Spongebob... After the first few seasons, they started playing reruns for like an hour to two hours at a time. Like, for times, the time slots for Spongebob were huge and they only got bigger. And that pushed a lot of these other shows out because they weren't as popular and they were losing their popularity. And because they weren't making any more money, they weren't interested in keeping these shows going. So it kind of killed it off. So, Spongebob's popularity. Killed off the the older shows that we kind of liked, um, and then going forward, they seen how well things like Drake and Josh and iCarly and everything else was working. You know the the live action stuff. We it mentions that we had live action stuff back in the day, which was uh you know Keenan and Kel, all that. Um, are you afraid of the dark type of, sti- type of stuff? But going forward, that's what they focused on. Um, I'm not a big time rush. I don't know if you guys remember that, but... No.
0: Wasn't that that fucking boy band thing? Yeah, the show? boy
1: band thing. But they had a ton of these shows, and so SpongeBob and those live-action shows kind of pushed the other stuff out of the way. Mm. And then there's a whole bunch of scandals that happen during these live-action shows. I'm not going to read any of that shit. You guys can go look yeah, that stuff up. That. Yeah, you guys can go look that shit up, but, like...
0: let's just say, TV execs working with a bunch of the teenagers. Yeah,
1: it's yes. not a good, yes. Yes. Not uh, a good idea. Yeah. So... But essentially that's what it was. The popularity of Spongebob outgrew everything else and it kind of forced everything else out of the way because it wasn't making as money, as much money as Spongebob was making. Which makes sense from a business standpoint, but it kind of killed everything that we loved about the, the channel. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's a little backstory for you guys. You ever notice, I was just thinking,
3: uh, it kind of holds true still today, but uh, Nickelodeon in particular, the shows apart from Spongebob, like, uh, think um, Wild Thornberries, or uh, Ariel Monsters, or Rugrats, or um, any of those those popular shows. They all had the same animation style. Almost all of them. Very similar. Oh, and, back,
0: and, in, back in, like, yeah. 90s, Nicktoons? And yeah. Like,
3: even now for Cartoon Network, you see a lot of the shows have similar animation styles, like the Rick and Morty kind of style. Yeah, like Chowder. It's and... almost like they're trying to put a stamp on a particular style of drawing, kind of like how Disney does for their cartoons. Oh, for that particular Like, when you see production? Uh, that, you know that's a Cartoon Network show. When you see that, you know it's a Nickelodeon show. I can see that. I never thought about it before, but I was just thinking about all the different shows and how they all kind
1: of have the similar just flow of things. Yeah. Oh, so this also, side note, in the heyday of Spongebob, um, which I guess it's still kind of going, but Adventure Time was pitched to, to um, Nickelodeon. Yes, uh, oh, random man. cartoons, uh-huh. and it was it was pitched twice, and it never came to fruition. And then it became a hit at Cartoon Network.
0: <laughs> I love Sucks that show. Suck. But yeah, yeah, I do too. It, it was probably better off going to Cartoon Network. I don't think it would have got as much playtime. Yeah, you know.
1: And it still it didn't it kind of got cut off by Cartoon Network as well, but yeah
0: no, it didn't I thought it ran its full course
1: it's done i but I'm pretty sure that like it was kind of forced out. I want to say that people really wanted that show to continue, but they didn't do it and for the narrative that I'm reading on here is that the the norm for some of these programs is sixty shows and a a movie, and then that's usually the end of the contracts. Damn, but uh, you know, I don't. It just that—that's why this guy was saying is that like after those sixty shows in the movie, he felt like, you know, this show is as good as I needed, I ever wanted it to be. I'm kind of good. I'm out of here. And Nicola is like, well, see ya. But this shit's making like millions of dollars, you know, and it's <laughs> super simple. So we're going to continue this show. He said,
0: we don't need you. now. <laughs>
1: yeah. So you enjoy whatever you did over there, but you know we're gonna keep this shit and we're gonna keep it going because I think it's on. I don't. I gotta look this up
2: right now. Uh, yeah, no that that show has it hasn't shown any
0: type of slowdown. It's twelve but seasons it, in. Yeah, see, and there there are no breaks on that bad boy right now. I but that's the thing. I mean, SpongeBob is. A character that can keep going because it's gonna keep attracting whatever kid is put in front of it because he's a very bright, loud, dumb character. <laughs> yeah, the thing about SpongeBob is, is that like I
1: don't think it's a secret. I very much love the the show. Like mm-hmm. I find the show to be even back in the day, like I like the first couple episodes I just found them to be funny. It was different. And it's no wonder that the shit was super popular. You know what I mean? And like that was in—I don't remember when it. We've talked about when it premiered before, but I would like to say that it came out in like two thousand
2: two thousand, maybe two thousand two. Yeah, it was a. Oh, it was a long time.
1: I'm going to look that up again. <laughs> um, but just oh wow. In the nineteen ninety nine, damn
2: for real. Yeah, so
1: it's been going on for twenty years. I we 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 said that well, yeah, twenty years, and we said that it was on their twentieth year anniversary. I just forget that shit sometimes, but it doesn't. It's it's not a surprise to me that that show became popular, and it's still not. It's not even more of a surprise to me that that show continues to play because that's what cart. Uh, Not Cartoon Network, but what Nickelodeon evolved into was essentially a SpongeBob uh, streaming service. For when you would get cable, like Charter and stuff, you went to the channels or you went to on demand. SpongeBob episodes were like on demand, and it was like one of the first cartoons that you could get like on demand because they had so many freaking episodes of it. And like I said, I would come home, put on Nickelodeon, and that stuff would have like I would look at those. You know, when you go to TV Guide and you can see what's coming up, like, hours ahead of time? Right. It would have blocks, dude, for, like, two to three hour, like, blocks of just Spongebob. And I would love it. I'd be like, oh, shit, no way. Like, maybe I'll catch an episode that I haven't seen in a while. And it's just, it doesn't make, it doesn't surprise me that that show is still going. And the way that it kind of killed off all the other shit, too. You I would. Uh, Well, of course, there's uh, some assembly required.
0: So as mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, New York Comic Con just happened over the weekend. Uh, We were not lucky enough to, you know, go and have fun and check out all the cool stuff. But we did get a lot of cool uh, pictures, a lot of cool news. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about some of that. So New York Comic Con always comes with a lot of different toy announcements um whether it's uh legit announcements showing off first uh first picks or well actually first shown um figures and prototypes and everything like that but uh yeah they do one or the other and this year they released a lot of cool different stuff a lot of stuff that I saw well of course starting you always got to talk about Marvel Legends. They showcased a new line of them. Uh, to me, I wasn't too impressed with most of them. They were kind of, eh. Uh So we have a new line of Fantastic Four coming out, which to me seems like a waste considering we just had a full Wal- uh, Walgreens exclusive run of the entire Fantastic oh, Four okay. uh, about a year ago. And these ones don't seem much different, but I mean, hell, uh, these collectors for Marvel Legends are nuts, and they need everything. So those will sell. We also have a uh, a again another thing that I'm not too psyched about. It's a another Deadpool. It's a repaint. He's blue and, he's blue and yellow.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, it's one of his costumes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, it looks cool, but it's again something that you don't really need. Uh, then we have a. I keep wanting to call him T Hawk from a Street Fighter. Uh, what is old boy's name from X Men? He was in Days of Future Past. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, hey, I keep wanting to call him T Hawk. Uh, now I want to call him Nightwing and shit. Yeah, or Night Wolf. Night Wolf.
1: What is his name? Is it Nighthawk?
3: I have no idea. <laughs> I'm making things up. Yeah,
0: we're just
1: making shit up. It's from Days of Future Past when he's like, actually, what, what was his power, though?
0: I'm actually not sure what it's Oh powers. my god, we don't know shit about this Forgettable guy. character, man.
3: There's <laughs> uh, some like fan of this particular character are just like screaming. <laughs> How Lunchbox dare is you?
0: pissed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just typed in uh, uh, Native American.
0: A rac- days of Future Past. He said racist. <laughs> what made the red? Oh, the gunga, oh, the gunga. oh <laughs> man. Yo, it's Disney, alright? <laughs> it's not racist.
2: Uh, this oh, that was Peter
0: Pan, <laughs> yeah. That song is no so shit. Well,
2: up well, Back then, War that Warpath. was racist.
0: <laughs> that shit still is racist, well, yeah. Bro.
1: That's his name. They thought it was normal back Warpath? then. Warpath,
0: okay. That sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. He looks pretty sick. I mean, he's a bulky ass character. Uh, yeah, he, he looks like a pretty good, pretty good fig. The one that I am excited about is their new Doctor Doom figure. Have you guys seen that? No, no. No? All right, here, I'm going to share it to the group real quick. Because that is the one that I'm actually like, holy shit. They made a cool sculpt. <laughs> they put
2: effort into this. There you go. Check that bad boy out. Actually, it oh, looks wow. like Doctor Doom, yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yep. Coloring looks good. It actually, looks
0: like they put depth into his... uh His armor? Yeah, his armor, instead of just... Plain ass silver. So just, <laughs> alternate hat's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. He comes with a fucking Nazi gun.
1: <laughs> right, not, he's got that uh what's that called? Uh
0: man. Fucking Call of Duty 2 shit. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh but yeah, so those are the uh, Marvel Legends that they released. Again, I, I'm just not super excited about them because I personally do not collect Marvel Legends. If I did, I would definitely be more excited for that uh, Dr. Doom and probably the other characters too. But for me, it's kind of just up in the air. It it looks cool, but I know I'm not even interested in purchasing them, so it's whatever. It's a Luger P. Luger, yeah, that's what it is. PO8 or something like that. Uh, Now, the one that I am super, super excited about was uh, they released some more Target-exclusive NECA TMNT figs. Two-packs. Any guesses? No, aside from
1: the ones that they already had. Yeah. Bebop and Rocksteady.
0: Hell yeah. So uh Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh and the cool thing is, it's not Bebop and Baxter Stopman and then Bebop and or and then uh Rocksteady and like one of the turtles. It is legit. Check it out. It is legit Bebop and Rocksteady in their own two pack. And they look glorious. Oh wow, yeah. But yeah, I already have one of the uh, SH figure arts uh, rafts, so those two are gonna look perfect with these
1: that. These are the SH figure arts. No, no, these are NECA figures. They look like SH figure arts. Yeah,
0: they they look really really damn good. Because
1: I prefer my SH figure art turtle over my
0: NECA turtles. Oh, well, I mean, hell yeah, it's a, <laughs> I mean, SH Figure Arts is like 30 oh, more dollars. I just, I
1: prefer it over just because of the mobility and all that, like, uh, the articulation on it is, like, insane. Oh, okay. But, like, NECA obviously looks better.
0: Yeah, they also are releasing a two-pack of foot soldiers. So, for the people who want to, like, actually army build, you can, uh, get on that pretty easily now. They got a purple one or an orange it, one? It's, it's the, uh, just the purple Oh, so, if you want to army build the actual uh, foot clan, then there you go. Let me send you guys this, though. This one looks pretty sick. This, these are a lot of different figures that they're releasing uh, as solos, I want to say. All right, there we go. It should have sent right now. But yeah, so the official lineup, great. Yeah, the official lineup that they're coming out with is shredder though. Casey Jones, April O'Neil. Okay, so it says assorted foot soldiers. So yeah, you can get different colors and everything. Ooh. Uh, Bebop, Rocksteady, Leo, Donny, Raph, Mikey, of course. Uh, a metalhead, leatherhead, which he's posting the picture right there with his damn pirate gear and everything. <laughs> he looks sick though. And then uh, Roadkill, Ronnie, Shredder. Or roadkill Rodney, my bad. Shredder, Krang, Triceraton, and Slash. Slash looks goofy as shit, bro. He does look goofy as <laughs> shit. I'm not gonna That's lie. That's like crackhead slash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling that slash whatsoever. But this next photo, I am feeling that. That's Shredder though. Oh no. This beats Shredder. <laughs> oh
3: no, he says.
0: Oh no. It's that man. Master Splinter. Oh, Jose Canseco back. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking Casey Jones. But it's legit Kevin Eastman, Casey Jones. Oh,
1: yeah. Look at them sweatpants, though.
0: Fuck yeah, he's dude, got the fucking David Bowie. Yeah, he's got that bulge, dude. <laughs> he, <laughs> he got, got, bulge the, David glow, he got the David Bowie action. He's whooping ass. Look at those green boots. He is whooping ass. With shiny that Shiny green boots. He's got a fucking sledgehammer. <laughs> That's dope. Oh, bro. So good. But yeah, no, this line, this line looks so good. And these are, uh, so the NECA ones that you're talking about, on the movie line, yeah. they are re-releasing with the uh, cartoon. So they're actually doing full re-sculpts of the turtles. And of course, there goes Donnie next to Casey. But here goes a close-up of uh, Raph.
1: They look like the SH figure. They just got those uh, animation paint lines in them, though. hmm Not gonna lie. You don't like that? Uh, no, I do like it. it. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm trying to um justify me not getting it because it's like <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And then uh we also got some really cool. So that's that's oh. what's coming out for NECA. What? The, the fucking nom, nom, nom. I can't oh, remember yeah, what that's the, called. I can't remember the fire hydrant thing. He's things. fucking stabbing <laughs> it too. That's dope. Mhm. Yeah, no, so that line, that entire line looks so good from uh, NECA. Now, there is a competing line that will be hitting shelves soon, too. That's straight from China? No, oh. from Super 7. Oh. These are the guys who've been working on the He-Man, Master of the Universe line for a while, and those turtles look sick as hell, too. This is a take on the old Mattel with the weaponry that you had to twist off. Oh, Yeah. It's the version of their version of those. And they look sick. I, I can't find I don't have the picture of it like in front of me, so I can't really send it to you guys. But if you if you're interested, check those ones out too. Now back to uh New York Comic-Con. Uh that's what's coming out with NECA for the turtles. On top of that, SH Figure Arts has a hell of a lineup as well. You guys know who Ultraman is yeah, the yeah. Japanese
3: character right yeah
0: he fights all the uh like giant monsters yep. and everything like that, so we're getting a ultraman uh standalone figure from s h figure arts now this one we actually mentioned this man earlier in the episode. We are getting a spike Spiegel that's dope check that out s h figure arts uh, give me free stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think Figure Arts did a great job this year with what they released. Did that pop up yet? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: What's that shit? Is that, a sp- is that a plane? Or is that his... Sp- that's the... Uh, yeah,
0: it's his plane. Board. Yeah. That's I like that. Show me that. They don't have a picture. Oh, one. that looks tight. <laughs> uh, on top of that, we're getting Street Fighter figures. Then Juan's favorites real quick. Mike Spiegel is skinny as shit. Hell yeah. Got no legs.
1: <laughs> Skipping leg day.
0: Juan, your porn virus is transferring to mine or something.
2: Why, what happened? <laughs> your internet's going slow. Look, shit. Bro, I don't have a porn virus, all right? <laughs> I don't know how many times I got to tell you guys.
0: All right. There we go. God
2: damn it. That keeps it real. <laughs> you see that one, though, one? Sure don't. No? Come on. Sure
1: don't. Waiting on it. Bro, it's like 90 degrees in here love right him?
0: Yeah, why is it so hot in here? I
1: don't know. Uh, I, think I feel fine, but I'm sitting next to
2: the AC, so <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling
1: it. golden over here. All
0: right, they're not going to pop up, but if you do want to check them out, SH Figure Arts is uh, working on another Street Fighter line, and they're coming out with M. Bison, Sagat, and Vega. Ooh, show me. I'm trying to. I know. <laughs> Sagat looks sick, though.
1: Does
0: he? Yeah, he looks really fucking cool, like really, really cool. He's beefcaked as hell, too. I'm going to look it up myself, then. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> it says, Oh, let me try it again. Nope. Here I go. For Joel.
3: Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm good.
1: Dude. That Vega, though. Vega, though. He looks cool. Oh, I see. That's legit. That's legit. He said that shit. I heard him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of other places uh, announce a lot of cool stuff. I mean, if you're... Fans of uh, Godzilla, company called Plex is coming out with some collectibles. Oh, my God. Um, there's some bison, though. Yeah, bison looks sick. $80, though. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diamond Select, of course, showed off a slew of DC, oh. Marvel, uh, Kingdom Hearts and Disney uh, characters. McFarlane showed off some more Mortal Kombat, a Bloodshot, which uh, that's going to be a first, and uh, some more Fortnite for all you uh, tweeny boppers out there. Again, we only hit the game because we're not good at it. Uh, Mezco showed off some Marvel DC Popeye, which looks cool as shit. Uh, it's one of those uh, 112th Collective uh, Mezcos. Uh, Conan, some more Hellboy stuff. Um, Dragon Ball Super is coming to SH Arts. Storm is doing some Gears of War, which that's badass. Uh, Golden Axe as well. We just talked about that not too long ago. That's super cool um yeah just a lot of really cool toy stuff coming out so if you are a toy collector now's the time to uh really start saving up because your significant other is going to hate you (laughs) (laughs) how about due to technical difficulties last week aka a very hungover sister More than likely from a birthday trip. True. We did not have a winner for uh, that week's Name That Frame. And for that, we apologize. But uh, (laughs) Sana, sorry, as well. She probably wasn't drunk. She probably just. No, I'm going to go with drunk. (laughs) Drunk. I'm going to go with drunk. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But, yeah, so um, we have two week winners uh, this episode. So for those of you that did take part in the uh, Name That Frame contest, thank you again so much. Hope you guys are all having fun with that. That is something that was uh, really the brainchild of our sister. So next time, if you're on there, if you're listening, uh, you know, just say maybe leave your answer and just say thanks, Sana. We appreciate it because us personally here at uh, Not Your Average Nerds, we really do appreciate it. it gives us uh, some more um, interaction with you all and gives you all something to do on our on our page. So hope you're all having fun with it. But on to the winners. Last or two weeks ago, the one that we missed. The winner was uh shoot. Kyle just said Kyle it. Hammond. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Kyle Hammond. Yeah, and that was for uh, picking out the movie Little Giants. Yeah. So good job, Kyle. And this week's winner is none other or none other than uh Dirty J. <laughs> yeah, congrats Juan. Uh and that was for 40 year old Virgin. A.k.a. Juan Pedro. Shout out to the boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, all jokes aside, uh, Dirty J, Kyle Hammond, or Kyle. Sorry, we already said your last name, and it sounds informal. Like I do not know you. <laughs> like I don't hug you right. every time I see you. <laughs> but yeah, Kyle, Juan, congrats, you guys. Uh, again, send us your uh, your information, and uh, yeah, we'll get the, get those prizes out to you, ASAP.
1: Yeah, how long it's been since I pressed that button? What a fucking minute. gonna grip. All right, so show polls, and I didn't even go back down to the bottom. <laughs> let
2: press show polls
1: again. <laughs> like an amateur. All right, let me just get there first. Oh, man. Hey, way to not put show poll on the SpongeBob poll that you put up there.
0: I had to put show poll. Yeah, that's it. I don't know how to do it. You just put
1: show poll, I don't semicolon, is that what that is? I think that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Edit, bitch. <laughs> no, you can't. Not after something's voted on it. Oh, good job putting that curse words down there, though. Damn it. All right. Here <laughs> you are <we> right. Here we go. <laughs> have to, believe me, I tried to edit plenty of polls.
0: <laughs> well, I tried to change them and shit. I just tried
1: to, I'd be like, oh, shit, I misspelled this. Sometimes I'll misspell stuff. All right, here we go. All right, show polls for this week. Have you read the comic curse words? I believe that's my first one, is it not? Yes, it is. I, I, everybody here has read it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, 85%, no.
0: That's sad. Give it a shot, people. Yeah, Good yeah.
1: stuff. Good stuff.
0: Yeah, for real. If you Think of it as, uh, Harry Potter on crack. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter, he was a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Harry Potter knew he was, uh, like, all godly <laughs> and came to this realm and, yeah. Yeah. So Just read it. Check it out. Who's that it's, one uh, guy
1: on Harry Potter that, like... They're all chanting his name when they go for the Goblet
0: of Fire. That is Diggory? Not Diggory. <laughs> the other guy. The guy that... Crum. Oh, Crumb. Crumb. Yeah, oh. that guy. He's so I, I just remembered uh, when we were talking to Charles Soul and them, they said that uh, one way people were describing it was Harry Potter meets Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. I can yes, see that. that. That's a really good way of describing Never it. Never seen that movie. Oh, that's good. So, um... If you are a fan of either of those things, and you just want a kind of outrageous comic book that has really good artwork and uh, is made by two straight-up lovable dudes, uh, check out Curse Words. And it was me, you, Joel, and Juan Pedro <laughs> that voted yes. So shout out to that boy, Pedro. Really? That's it? Who has had sex with women, <laughs> for all y'all listening. What, that, that was it? That's just us? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's. I mean, that, that's cool. At yeah. least we all have good taste. I, okay. Um, just had to clarify that last part so they knew I was joking about Pedro. Shoppo, <laughs> <laughs> can you? I don't know why I
1: read that. Uh, can you name other comic <laughs> publish? Uh, Publisher? Wow, publishers aside from DC and Marvel. Yes. Seventy percent said yes. Vincent said like three of them. So I mean, that's good. That's a good sign, right? Yeah, I I like that. I mean, IDW is like, is that. I always forget about
0: IDW. I don't know why. It's they just, do like Rick and Morty, Invaders, yeah. And so turtles. I say oh wait, no, no, that's uh, yeah, they do turtles. Rick and Morty is made by. Uh, shit, now I'm drawing a blank. I don't know one.
1: who makes that. But IDW is the one that comes out to me before Can't Dark Horse. Dark Dark Horse, for real? Yeah, I don't know why IDW, and I think it has something to do with the turtles, just it's because probably. of that newer line and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just that's what pops up in my head now for some reason, and. Then it's Dark Horse, and then Image. Oh,
0: yeah, always Image first for me. See, I always go Dark Horse, Image, and then IDW. Let's see, I don't know, but yeah. Uh, y'all having a good night? I just put
1: that up there. I just want people to feel good. You know, I mean, I don't know if they're having a good night or not. Uh, it's not looking that. Sixty percent uh, said yes. The other forty said, meh. That's a lot yeah. of people, bro.
0: Like hey, Bro, that's 40 that's 57 votes on. Yeah, that. I know. That's hey. a lot of people just
1: saying they're like eh. You know yeah. funny thing though, I saved this in my head cuz Marcy's one of the people that said, "Man." Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> that means
0: Scarlet's probably acting <laughs> up Either right she's now. missing
1: you really bad or yeah, the, your baby's <laughs> acting up right now. Oh.
0: she has been uh she's been quite fussy lately.
1: <laughs> mm. The poopy monster.
0: Oh. oh, God, dude. It's ridiculous. But we've caught it every time before there's a blowout. But then <laughs> oh, she, ruins, she ruins like five diapers. That it's expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Vincent's in vacay in San Fran. I didn't know he was in San yeah. Fran. Wow. All right, here we go. How many streaming services do you use? Two or more. Oh, yeah. 82%. Not surprised. Yeah, 18% for one or less. I want to know who that person is. They're probably stealing everything else. (laughs) (laughs) There's 12 people on here that... uh, Only one? Yeah, that use one or less. Damn. That caveman right
2: there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got some comments under this thing. Um, Mike Apple. Between the two of us, there's a Netflix, Hulu, WWE, NJPW. What's that? Spotify and oh, I guess Spotify's yeah. Wow. I was thinking more. Like I was thinking just 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 yeah. TV, TV. I guess I didn't specify, but yeah, that's the thing. Apple Music. Oof. <laughs> um. Timothy hit in, hit in the wallet <laughs> for real. Netflix, Hulu, uh, live TV, Amazon Video, WWE, DC Universe, Spotify, and Xbox
0: Game Pass. Everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, is there more? <laughs> Damn, dude.
0: That- That's pretty cool, though. That's two WWE streaming services. I don't know many people who have that. Oh, hey. Speaking of that, did you see that they're doing something now called Friday Night uh, SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, dude, that's all I heard about. But did you see who's fighting there? Yeah, The Rock was there. No. Who's fighting Brock Lesnar? Is it Stone Cold? No. Kane Velasquez. He's going to WWE? Yeah, his ass got knocked out too many times. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. You said, I'm fake fighting now, baby. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) I watched The Rock.
1: Dude, it was so disappointing. Side note. uh, And I know Joel's not a big WWE fan. We had this discussion. But I was watching (laughs) The the Rock do his thing, you know, because he came back for the first time in, like, however long it's been. Yeah. And he did the People's – well, first he did the People's Elbow, and then he did a Rock Bottom – but dude, it was so underwhelming watching the production of the people's elbow without camera flashes. Like, wait up! They don't do camera. No, flashes because ever, nobody has those. Nobody has cameras like that anymore. You use your phone, so you're literally
0: videoing the whole time. Oh! And I thought you meant like how like the lights go with like the slams and stuff. That was no. That's camera flashes. Like
1: that, oh, all what? that back in the day where you would see, like, right before the move would happen and all the lights would go. That is true. That yeah, I never really legit thought of that. Camera flashes, and that takes away so much now, just having everything digital. Yeah, because everybody has that good lens and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, right. like everybody has digital stuff now, so you Night never mode. see those, like, shitty disposable camera flashes going
2: off. <laughs> Polaroids um, and shit. Yeah, it takes
1: away, it, it makes it so unawesome. Like, I I so if you guys are big wrestling wrestling fans, I like go go back and watch like the older shit and compare it to the newer stuff. It's it's not as good, man. But I I mean it's still it was the rock, so that was cool. But yeah, it that was a side note.
0: So we're complaining about like just like regular flash going off. Imagine somebody coming to this day and age and not experiencing when the bulb exploded. <laughs> oh, fucking from, like, back in the day, back now in the day? that then? shit was probably hype. Like, you to go <laughs> here and there's nothing. You it's get, like, oh, wait, you took it?
1: <laughs> you get that one shot going off. Where the, like, you remember that uh, uh, Coneheads where he takes the picture and it, like, burns them? It, no? no? It, like, like, he, I don't remember that movie dude, too Dude, that movie is fucking odd. You seen that movie, Joel? Parts. Okay. Chris Farley is in that movie. Well, David Spade and Chris Farley is in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's like Tommy Boy before Tommy Boy and shit. Dan but like, Aykroyd, too. Dan, yeah, Dan Aykroyd is fucking the Conehead guy. Yeah. But, and Sinbad's well, just, in there. You didn't, you didn't throw it out there, oh, right? Sinbad's <laughs> in there. You know what I mean? I like, uh, had to rewatch it. That shit is funny, but, yeah, there's. I won't ruin it. I mean, I did, but there's a camera <laughs> scene in there that you'll appreciate. So, yeah, go back to the comments. Marcus <laughs> Ledesma, which is our cousin. Uh, I'm basically a prostitute for streaming services. <laughs> uh, yeah, as are most of us. He hears that mac and cheese noise that he loves so much <laughs> whenever he turns it on. <laughs> Drew, just commenting, hoping for someone's HBO Go password. <laughs> Pedro, Hulu, ESPN, Vudu, Amazon, and Juan's Netflix. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's how I get my Hulu, y'all. We oh, hell no. Cross-platform. Um, Vincent, Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix. How many streaming services do you guys have, including
0: music? Ooh, uh, so I have... Like, even included with phone plans and stuff? Yeah, like but,
1: yeah, yeah, okay.
0: The deals? Yeah, because it, somebody's paying for it. Okay, so I have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, because that came with Prime, uh, DC, Spotify, and uh, Gamepla- or Game Pass Ultimate, because that's a streaming service, yeah. but for video six, games. Six? You so got six. six of them?
1: Joel, what do you got?
3: Uh, Netflix, Hulu, Oh jeez, uh, DC, um, Spotify, Funimation. Oh Jesus, <laughs> I did have no, actually, I don't have Hulu anymore. I canceled that. Um, I also had HBO for a while too, but I canceled that after Game of Thrones.
2: So oh, my yeah, main go-to's
3: I I keep twenty-four-seven. It would be Spotify, Netflix, DC,
1: Funimation. You have Game Pass. No, I don't need that. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, okay. It must be nice. All right, it's all, right man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you got four. Four. I, I have, right now, Game Pass, um, Netflix, Spotify, Amazon. And I th- think that's it. Yeah, that's it for me. And then I use Pedro's Hulu or whatever. But yeah, so four for me. Yeah. See, I pay for
0: three. I pay for three. I get for my. I get with my phone plan too. Four. Yeah. Spotify, you get what you're playing. I think we yeah. get that with T-Mobile too, or so, I don't know. There's some bullshit where
1: we get. If you get Spotify, you also get Hulu. Yes, that's how I get it. Yeah, yeah, but I just don't use it like that.
0: You, you, you. I take full advantage <laughs> of that shit. Um, they ain't getting me. <laughs> have you ever lost a
1: race? Any type of race, too. That's car, bike, on foot. You know, whatever the race may be. But have you ever lost a race?
0: Fuck okay. yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: I mean, I've lost a couple races.
0: You lost a lot of races. I have not lost a lot of races. <laughs> I've lost a
1: couple races. I lost a couple races Um, in a car. Lost a couple races on bike. Pfft. Yeah, right. Juan wins the race in bed all the time. Uh, I am the yeah. fastest. <laughs> I've never been beat. That's why everybody calls him Flesh. The Flesh. <laughs> um, Mikey Stevenson. What's up with all these polls? All right, so we're going to have to inform this guy. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> Let me just inform this guy. Why am my Facebook feed blowing up? <laughs> We're a podcast, bro. <laughs> and every, I'm doing. You guys filibuster for a second. I just gotta write this a message.
0: <laughs> All right. So again, so we always ask this, and I know when everyone listens and stuff, you're probably busy. I mean, that's usually when I would listen to my podcast is when I would be working or focusing on something. Right, I mean. Yeah. So I I know it is difficult to like get back and be like, oh well, yeah, let me answer that question or. I mean, there are so many times I'd be listening to like, uh, the podcasters of the universe and they'll discuss something and I'll be like, Oh, I want to add this to it. So I'm going to write on their thing for the first time. And I still have not written on their wall. <laughs> so I understand. But if you do have time, let us know if you like, listen to us, like write right on one of the show polls and just be like, Hey, uh, I don't know, just let us know, hey, I'm looking forward to hearing your discussion on this or something like that. Just indicate that you listen, because I am curious to know how many people transfer over. Because, yeah, uh, Mikey Stevenson, if you do check this out, that is why we, uh, we do the polls so much on Sundays is we, whatever we discuss, which I'm not sure what the race, <laughs> where'd the race come from? I, I mean, <laughs> some of these polls, I just pull right out
1: of my brain. Like, they have nothing. Are you hungry? Yeah, they they literally have nothing to do with anything. So, I just like the poll system is. I I have uh, ADD, undiagnosed (laughs) ADD. So, like, what happens is I'll be listening to a conversation, and one key word might spark a whole tangent of random, useless thoughts. So, I use those thoughts to come up with polls. And it's a way to break away from that thought so I can get back to what I was doing because I could just leave that. There for other people to deal with and not myself. As far as uh, Rudy
3: also commenting on letting us know about the podcast, and if you listen, I would love to know what you like or what you don't like.
1: Yeah, like whatever it may be. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. They don't like your whiteness. I, I mean, <laughs> I sound very white because
3: <laughs> I am very white.
0: But no, but see, you get us into the ears of the right people. Right?
3: Hey, the masses,
0: <laughs> the right? people we need to know. Right? <laughs> You're our way in. <laughs> I um, usually don't hear someone like wait wait oh, There it goes. There it is. <laughs> but
3: I'm curious. I would just love to know what people like about the show or what they don't like and adjust yeah. from there.
0: Hell yeah, let us know. I'm I'm just like I'm dying over this next comment that I'm waiting for one It's to like a paragraph, to, man. It's oh, fucking hilarious. Well, I give are you are you ripping on this
1: dude? No, no, no. What no, no I him the, so what I wrote is said. I, I said this. I said we like are three smiley faces. In yeah, them, man. I didn't mean to put that many <laughs> smiley faces to be Goddamn, honest. one, calm down. And he and he liked it already. Like I
0: what? All right. So anyways, uh, hell yeah, top fan, top fan. Give him the badge. <laughs> Um,
1: So, I said, we are a podcast, and every Sunday we record the show and do these polls and read them towards the end of the show. We are literally reading your comment live right now. You can listen to the episode tomorrow, Spotify and other streaming platforms. That's what I said. Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. Smile a smile <laughs> <All that. laughs>
0: equals D, A equals equals D. Um, <laughs> equals
1: D. <laughs> so, Marcus, come on, man. Y'all saw me when I was younger. <laughs> uh, that's funny. We were all there, Marcus. We were all there. Um, Yeah, so did I... 89% said they've lost the race. Hell so yeah. at least we got some truthful people out there. Wait up.
2: Who has who never
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Who's never won uh, or lost? I need to see who has never <laughs> lost. Timothy race. S.
1: Johnson. They S. S. Johnson. <laughs> <SS Manor> Johnson. <laughs> He's never lost. Liar. David, Pushan, uh, and A.C. Gonzalez. Y'all lying. All of you.
0: Yo, Timothy Johnson. That was uh. Is the that guy the Timothy from... or the Jimothy? No. no, that's not the Jim. Come on, the Jimothy is Jim. Oh, I mean, <laughs> well. Jimothy is with the I mean, <laughs> uh, Tim- Timothy Johnson was from uh. He was from the Tulip City condo. He was the Goldberg guy. Goldberg guy. He oh, got the wait, Goldberg he even got the cup. Yeah, and he even posted a video on our page of him trying to drink it. He's like, it's not really the best for drinking. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh it's I think it's. Yeah, that was a good-ass video. I have
1: to go so back what up, and launch Timothy. it. up, Timothy?
0: Shout out to you, man. That's what's hope up. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're uh, still getting some use out of that fucking cup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that cup. I was trying to get rid of that for so long.
0: Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, show
1: poll. Do you prefer X-Men comic or the cartoon? I didn't put the in there, but it says cartoon. 88% said cartoon over the comic.
3: I like the comic more, man. Yeah? So the, the uh, show got me into the comic.
1: Yeah. So I, I I like the comic more because it just, just it's more story. Yeah, okay, I, I, okay, that makes sense. Yes. Um. What does this have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> but the new comic line is making a strong push. Okay, see, that's the thing is like I, what I meant more or less was like I didn't want to say Jim Lee either because then somebody'd be like, oh, well, you know,
0: no, he because he voted that he likes the cartoon. But he's saying, but the new line is making a strong push. All
1: right, so what do you what What are your thoughts? You like the comic better? And I'm not going to go with newer comics. Just let's say back in the realm I, of the 90s.
0: Yeah, I, I see. I I was under the assumption that you were like going Jim Lee versus Jim Lee. You know? Yeah. Um, I was, I was more for the the cartoon just because around that time it was more accessible. Um, and I mean it was school. You had a lot of stuff going on and um and it's free to you yeah like you have to honestly you have to pay for comics right whereas the tv you didn't pay for the cable bill so you were just coming home and watching and it was cool because that you could discuss with everybody because everybody watched x-men not everybody read the comic so i mean i the comic still does hold a place in my heart and i i mean i remember used to go into the comic shop and uh buying of course i used to go off co- like cover art and everything but it was so cool just to read through them not know what the fuck was going on but be like that was cool and then like draw oh dude so uh, that was like my jam but it was so cool just to be able to go to school be like bro did you see what the boy gambit did like right <laughs> you see you see rogues funny things are happening in the, in the pants <laughs> remember those uh <laughs> like fucking five
3: those comics no. <laughs> that uh that had the um with the holographic cards
1: in the front of them?
0: Oh, him? dude, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah! I just gave one of those away at that's the... That's
1: my favorite.
3: In
0: Detroit. Yeah, I still have one of Robin number one. Yeah, I had one series, fucking Gambit, and I gave it away. Ooh, uh.
1: But, um, no, it was uh, of uh, Spider-Man, I believe. The Yeah, so that's my answer. You know where I got my first comics from? Like, from, At least for where I remember where I would buy them from? Is 7-Eleven. I would walk into 7-Eleven... And before I got a Slurpee, I would hit up the comic book rack because it used to be one of those, like, spindles. Oh, yeah. You know? And, like, I would go through and get a Simpsons comic and read the, like, Ren and Stimpy. Not Ren and Stimpy. The uh, Itchy and Scratchy inside of it. And then um, whatever else was going on. But I was getting Simpsons comics. And I would get, like, uh, you know, they'd have the occasional X-Men comic and stuff. I don't remember if that was, like, the newer shit or if it was just whatever. But that's how I used to get my comics was, like, from Seven Eleven. I never actually hit up like comic book shops. The only one that I ever went to was, um, it was before Cobblestone. It was Blue, Blue Chip. Chir- that was the one that I went into. And I only went into that bitch like twice because that shit was straight <laughs> whack. And I was like, all right, well, I'm kind of done with this shit. I'm going to just keep going to 7-Eleven and get my comics there. But, yeah, so that's that, that was, you know, for me.
0: <laughs> what else we got?
1: Uh Oh, Luter said he never missed a show. That's what's up. I don't think a lot of us did. Oh, maybe towards the end, you know? Yeah. Dark Phoenix and stuff like that. I, th- I think that's kind of where I kind of fell off. Have you ever played MK Trilogy? This is kind of weird to me that so many people said no, but um, 66% said yes. Just, you know, people don't know what that game was. Did, did you know what the game was, Joel? Nope. Okay
0: i I mean, there are people who just weren't fighters.
1: I yeah. guess. I'm not allowed to play. You know what I mean? Next one makes me sad. Are you going to play the Wendy's d and D s game? 75% said no, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> me too. It's a cool, I mean, it's a great concept and stuff, but I probably, I just won't play it. I, that's all. I Damn. I, I want to play the original D&D, you know, just. I don't know if I'm going to get into some Wendy's shit. I'll watch
0: this shit. I'm probably going to watch that video, to be honest. Bro, when I come over here and slap you with some bacon, <laughs> we'll see. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> um,
1: what's the better place to watch cartoons? 72% said Cartoon Network. This is between Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Timothy said it's a toss-up, which is, I mean, I didn't give eras either, so that's up to the people to interpret. Yeah, you said what is instead of what was. Yeah, well, yeah that's true. Um, Toonami, I mean... Yeah. At it what
3: is,
2: age, it was, though? It was on you know?
0: Cartoon Network.
1: Yeah, it's on Cartoon Network, but at what age did I start watching Toonami? That was like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I watched Nicktoons from, I don't know.
0: Look, bro, it's on them to vote. I'm just
1: saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Vincent, yeah, I said Toonami already. Um, Mike, Mikey Stevenson, Cartoon Network is king and always has been. I'm just gonna like his stuff, you know. That's a strong opinion, my man.
0: Tina Brown said she voted incorrectly.
1: Wait, that's in there. She, there's some more yeah. comments.
0: As if I uh, had read was that my era of uh, Nickelodeon was the shit. Well, guess what? You voted Cartoon Network, so that's the. That. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, Tina.
1: No, no, she wrote, she voted right. Then she. Oh, voted did correctly. she? Yeah. Well, oh. the, the way she worded it, because I, really, well, what it is is was. So her, oh, she said okay. her era of Nickelodeon was the shit, which is true.
2: Yeah. That's what she wants.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. We worded it wrong. Actually, I'll take the blame. I'll take the blame verbally, <laughs> but I'm not going to write that shit out.
0: Next up, what we got?
1: Oh, just a second. All right. There you go. Uh, Are you a SpongeBob fan? 72% said, yep. Joel, are you Yo. a SpongeBob fan? Yeah. That's what's up.
0: And that is it. <laughs> Yo, mom said no. <laughs> Did she for real? Yeah. Oh. All right. So, them's be the polls. Thanks to everybody taking part in that. We do appreciate it, Mikey Stevenson. If you are listening, welcome to yeah, the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for uh hanging out with the polls and doing all of that. Hope you are having fun with them. Hope everybody is having fun with them. And like we said previously, let us know if you are listening, and if. Let us know what you like and what you don't like. I mean, we're always down to like change things up, switch them around. It's all, it's
2: all for you about, guys, yeah,
0: bettering for the audience and everything. So if you have some ideas, let us know. I'm gonna put a post on that so they yeah. can kind of comment on it. Yeah, I can do that. But yeah, other than that, that is our show for the week. Hope you had a good time listening. I know we all had a good time making this for you. And um, next week we'll be talking about the uh, Joker. And previously, like we said. You could send uh Kingpin some positive vibes, uh, send him that spirit bomb energy he needs it right now, and yeah, this has been Not Your Average Nerds, signing off. See ya. All right, guys, later. Cheers.